0: this is there should be a law i'm saying it as if you only exist in a light beer form then you shouldn't call yourself light because there's no regular right right. are we are we ready to do this yes okay
1: well the 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 spaces are just fine i know yeah oh my
0: yes yes where the fuck is it where is it okay uh blah blah and uh now from beautiful austin adjacent leander texas the most prolific independent film, entertainment, and comedy podcast in the world. We talk shit so that you don't have to. He is Clarkson. I am Jim. And we are the film thugs. Do not attempt this at home. We are trained professionals under supervision of other trained professionals. Uh, it really feels good to start the show that way, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Bar- 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 bar-
1: Uh, I'm back, motherfucker. Yeah,
0: and having the little little mumbly talk beforehand is really kind (laughs) of nice, too, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What we are discussing right now is uh, something that we are hoping to replace Big Flats. Right. And that is the uh, HEB's own Frio Frio Light. Yeah. Brewed for Texans. (laughs) 92 calories, 2.8 carbs per 12 fluid ounces. In a
1: 16-ounce can. Mmm. Hey. All right. I'm not complaining. It is... uh, Brewed and canned in Memphis. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Brewed for Texans (laughs) in Tennessee because... Yes.
0: That's what Texans love. Tennessee beer. (laughs) Mmm. It is...
1: uh, You want to do it again and put on some interracial porn? I do. Yeah. That really... That is so... Adequate. Nondescript. Yeah. It's, it's less descript than Coors Light. Mm-hmm. That is how nondescript it is.
0: To quote Stephen Colbert, now let's try what some critics are calling beer. Beer drink. <laughs> it is a beer drink. It might as well call, be called a de- a refreshing beer beverage. However. Beer-inspired this beverage. It does
1: have the uh, <laughs> <laughs> post- uh, <laughs> Lawn mowing ability to be very refreshing. Yes. Because it's very close to water.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. This there is, is none
1: of that usual um, uh, crust punk beer metallic twang. No, it's no. all gone. Yes, yeah. It's replaced with the cool, crisp aftertaste of nothing. Yeah. And, and hey, who doesn't enjoy <laughs> that? Which is better than the steel reserve taste of rust. Yes.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Before we get going, there are some thanks in order. Owen. Oh Owen.
1: Oh, Owen. Oh, oh, Force
0: Five will be watched very soon. It will. We are going to keep your plastic Australian dollars on our table here. Um, also, uh, I'm ju- we're just going to come. Out- I'm going to come out and say it hold on. I need to pull up the exact idea that he's throwing because we need to put our our, our few cents worth in here. Uh, Kung Fu Friday, okay. I think is a great idea. Allie, come on. Bad Movie Sunday. You need a fucking Kung Fu Friday.
1: That sounds good. It's to a me. fucking great
0: idea. I don't. You were talking to two guys who will just put out shows about what the fuck. Life Masters? Yes.
1: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why yes. not?
0: Kung Fu? Fr- yes. Do it. Fucking do it. It's no skin off
1: your nose. Right. It's uh, going to be fun. Try uh, Kung it. Kung Fu Friday be good. Yeah. Try it. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah, as, f- as friend of ours and friend of the show, Mark yes. Lapp said, I think the show would be more popular if you talked about current films. Uh, like, you know, there are about four other thousand podcasts that do yeah, that. He's yeah. like, but well, I don't need two guys talking about Escape from New York. He's like, but I do, motherfucker. Yeah, but I do, and this would require us going to the theater.
2: <laughs> we call it the old switcheroo. And
1: I have right. no desire to go to the theater that I often I went to Mad Max last time we went to the movie theater. That's going to be hard to follow.
0: Yeah, the only thing that's out right now that I want to see uh, is I still haven't seen Age of Ultron. Other <laughs> than that, Inside Out. Oh. I really want to see Inside Out. Uh, Jurassic World, don't really care about. It. I'll wait till that's on video. Mm-hmm. Video on demand. Yeah. yeah. Download.org, you know. Uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: waited for On Demand for Interstellar, and I think that was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That I did <laughs> watch it the other day, though.
0: Yeah, that shit works real well on a big screen. Interstellar. Oh, yeah.
1: Thumbs I was like, man, this will be the one. <laughs> Nah. this will be the one that Nolan doesn't quite hit. No, nah, this will he... be the uh, th- this will be the one that makes Stu right. Yeah, Stu's mm. still wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really, really it really it really wasn't good.
0: necessarily a home run. No, but it was it was a tri- it was a stand up triple.
1: It was it was damn good. Yeah, it was damn. Yeah, I enjoy damn the fun. shit
0: out of that movie. Uh, damn good. Also, uh, rhetoric, our man, our fucking. Okay, so after the show I did with Ryan got an email from a guy who was a former drill instructor he was like you guys were dead on you know the the yes i you had to go through training you had to learn exactly what to say and do our thing was make them cry today so they don't bleed tomorrow yeah. it's our job to make sure that they are prepared that's why we are the way we are mm-hmm. he sent us a couple of awesome mugs and a couple of challenge coins for the 3rd special forces group uh which Hell yeah. yeah. It's pretty badass. I love, and they aren't just regular okay. challenge coins. They're like shield-shaped challenge coins. Fabulous. That is badass. I only have one other challenge coin that I need to put on the table. It's up in the Breaking Bad thing, mm-hmm. and it's a, hold on a second, entertain the people. I will. Okay.
1: Son of a bitch, we we'll we have, here have here big here fun here on the motherfucking <laughs> bayou. Uh,
0: Jambo crawfish pie and filet gumbo. Son of a bitch, we'll have big fun on the motherfucking mile. Like exact mint condition, like, oh, I keep all this stuff together. The Breaking Bad set came uh, came with this challenge. Because evidently he did challenge coins for the crew for every season of the show. Oh. And it is uh, the Eisenberg wow. on it. And uh, I am the one who knocks. <laughs> now, nice. Now, I... <laughs> You haven't listened to The Joseph Show yet. No. But we discussed this a little bit there. I I, I Am the Danger. It's in Spanish. Yo soy el peligro. So we're keeping that up here now. Um, I watched a couple episodes of Metastas.
1: Okay. uh, for,
0: For those who didn't listen last week, for those who don't know, that is the Colombian adaptation of Breaking Bad. Oh. Is it like Tuesday? It is cheaper. And fatter ah. it's like lower budget fatter uh, the twins like seriously watching the episode I, I don't know if I want to show you the picture or have you watched the beginning of the episode, but just because I want to get <laughs> I want to get your reaction on the show, you know the badass
1: oh the yeah the the dealers yeah I yeah mean, the those abortors, horrifying
0: fucking guys, yeah, they replaced them in with the,
1: the with the two Guinness world record fat guys on the motorcycle
0: uh Pretty 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 much.
1: The fuck? <laughs> just
0: these two pudgy <laughs> long haired guys who look like they're in like the worst conjunto band in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is saying mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> it just uh it's not bad. I mean, it's one of those things where so far as an adaptation of something that great mm-hmm. goes, about about Get your hands off me. About as good as you could hope. Uh. Um, ha- however, little things stuck out to me like you know the machine gun at the end, the belt mm-hmm. fit? They had an a, a belt fed M16 with a clip on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking at it like nothing about that makes sense. Uh. That's that's now, that's weird.
1: Say my name. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's easy, but it's funny. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: It's 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 not terrible at all, but <laughs> it it's just it feels like I, I know this fat
1: guy. He can. T- <laughs> I know this fat guy that can do things. <laughs> My biography, actually. Awesome.
0: Uh, that should be actually that that should be the biography of the show. Nice. I know this fat guy who can do things. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so what a week <laughs> this has Holy shit. been. Oh, oh my, my God.
1: God in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, F- weakness, fear, and guilt usually fill the headlines of every day. Yeah. But this week.
3: Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. Oh, 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 wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. So, first off, Charleston. Yes. Um, I've been gone from the show for a while because my dad is dealing with some very serious medical issues and he was at. Death store not too long ago, and that's
0: not that, that's not an exaggerative no. statement. That, no um, hyperbole.
1: So my my uh, tolerance for a lot of shit is way down. Yeah, we're real low here. Right, uh-huh. low levels, uh-huh. but not without empathy, of course. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm pretty. Those things are are very sharp to me right now, very pronounced. Yes, with Charleston, yes. for example. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll be the first to say thug. Rather yeah. than just crazy. Thug,
0: well, you're, I'll say racially motivated
1: terror attack. Yes, it was fucking yeah. terrible. It was terrible, yes. awful tragedy mm-hmm. that a flag had nothing to do with. Yes. Yes. The battle flag of Northern Virginia symbolizes mm-hmm. the battle flag of Northern Virginia. Right. I don't get that. My problem is not taking the flag down. If the yeah. state decides they want to take the flag down, I can yeah. take it, fuck it down. I yeah. don't give a shit about that flag,
0: right? At all. I don't care about it one way or the other. And here's okay. Here's a response to have all these people like, oh, so people get pissed off about this flag, but someone walks on the American flag, and it's here's the thing. When you're dealing with the state mm-hmm. versus an individual, an individual can do that. The problem, the reason that I kind of say, okay. Get rid of the fucking flag, is because first off, it's a distraction at this point. Oh, it's sure. an absolute distraction to keep us from talking about the real issues. Um, also, it's one of those where the minute the Klan adopted it, it became very difficult to defend. It's one of those Certainly. things where it's like you know, yes, the swastika is a symbol for luck and fortune, and a group of assholes ruined that forever. Yeah, yeah. the Battle Flag of Northern Virginia. A group of assholes has ruined that. So if you want to fly it on your house, that's great. That's fantastic. Just realize what you're flying, and don't be surprised when there is a reaction. Take that responsibility.
1: Yes, and don't come at it. Again, I don't give a shit. This is not me propping up that fucking flag. I'm just saying the people that are... In opposition to it coming down, or won a flight, or whatever, right. are already coming from it from a place of weakness. Yeah. Because yeah. their argument starts with, well, it's a flag of southern heritage, <coughs> not hate. Whatever, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Look, it flew over an arist- aristocratic, elitist society yeah. that owned slaves, uh-huh. had uh, stratified classes in that society, yeah. and believed that one race was greater than the others. Not mm-hmm. necessarily be- hated them, Yeah, but, but believed they thought they were better. Yeah. Now, okay. Own that. Yes. Know it. Mm-hmm. And when an enemy comes up to you and says, what about this? What about this? Don't immediately start to apologize. Mm-hmm. You can look them in the eye and tell them to get... Get fucked yeah. if that's what you really believe. Yes. This hemming and hawing bullshit. Uh-huh. It heard, it's hurt is not hurt. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. If you stand for it, stand for it.
0: Exactly. Which is why I will never fly one because well, I'm no, like Lord no. Gotta, I'm fucking, yeah.
1: First of all, they lost the fucking war. They so. lost
0: the war. Yeah. To my country, they were an enemy Sorry. of my country.
1: Sorry. Sorry. I don't really yeah. give a shit. I uh, could not. Could give not a sh-
0: care less. Yeah.
1: But but I be- really hate the other side of it. Yeah. It's all over the place. With social media, as the meme starts, uh, it looks like a war between Rebel Flags and Skittles. Yeah. It it do.
0: Yeah, it does. It really does. And if you're into it, great. But just know we genuinely don't care. Don't Don't send me an argument in favor or opposed to it. I don't care. I think it's something that if you've got something flying that has a significant percentage of your population saying, Wow, that seems to say that you don't want me to be part of this government, and it, you maybe need to listen to that and don't just dismiss it. And anyone who has the oath, so people can walk on the flag. You know what? Yeah, yeah, they can. People can. The government is not a people. No, it's no. an institution that has much stricter rules. Of all, much like in I love watching the the videos of you know police like stopping people for no reason. The guys, like, can I get your name? your name and badge number tell me your name first nope yeah you have to i don't you have to tell me what crime i'm committing you just have to tell i just have to ask right if you're refusing to tell me your name then that's against the law but beside the point totally beside the point you have to realize the difference between government and individuals right government has much stricter rules on it Uh, if you read the constitution and pay attention to the language The Constitution doesn't tell us what we're allowed to do. The Constitution tells the government what it's allowed to do. Right. Uh, Congress shall make no law. The right to keep and bear arms shall not. No person shall be. Everything in it is no, not, not this. Uh, We have to do this. Which brings us to point two of the big shit that happened this week. Uh, What so many people who are oddly constitutional scholars out of nowhere are calling a great overreach that anyone else who's actually read the thing says the 14th amendment says that everyone's entitled to equal protection and the same rights and privileges apply to everyone so in the pre- supreme court said oh so you're telling these people they can't get married no Duh, sorry that's struck down fucking deal with it
1: uh, yeah uh, it's a non issue for me yeah it's a,
0: well it like i put po- i did a post on uh, on friday it has been a non issue for me since i was 14 I mean, I have had gay, fr- very good gay friends since I was fourteen. Yeah, get over
1: it. I just don't. I don't care. Yeah. I see it from all the different angles. I mm-hmm. understand all the different angles. Yeah. Um, and you I realize it has zero effect on you if you are serious. Have serious religious. Uh, are against it on serious religious grounds serious orthodox religious grounds right I have news for you and I'm speaking only to you yeah strictly religious orthodox people mm. <sighs> hi I'm America <laughs> have we met <laughs> nothing has been sacred in this country for a very 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 long time yeah and it's only gonna get worse uh-huh. on that side of things yeah if that's what you believe uh-huh so fuck it. Yeah. It's a dr- it's a drop in a river that's been flowing for a long time and yeah. it's going to r- rush into an ocean eventually. Yeah. So yeah. no you have to look at it and go, "Well, of course." Yeah. From your perspective. Mm-hmm. From my perspective is just like my post about it. Uh-huh. I said America's come a long way. Yeah. Look at all the beer options we have. And they are plentiful. Fuck. I don't Mm. care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Please stop. I don't want my face rainbowed. I don't want... If You do great. I don't. I I did. It's fine. Wonderful. Wonderful. Don't care. I just don't give a shit. Uh I'm so sick of it. And then then I get the the Bible memes on the face. I want a country that honors the Bible. You know what I want? I want a country that honors reason. Yeah. So we can all just fucking stop. Right. Just
0: stop. As Jim Jeffries says, the Bible mentions twice that homosexuality is wrong. And it says four times that you shouldn't eat shellfish. Right. So, so there you if, go. before you want to get all Old Testament, because motherfucker Leviticus is old testament. Before you want to go to old testament, make sure you know what you're asking for.
1: Yeah. Because you're asking for shit you don't fucking want. Yeah, they were talking about legal marriage as you've (coughs) uh, stated on several occasions. It's a contract. Mm -hmm. I give a shit. Do whatever you want. Love each other? Don't love each other? Yeah, I don't care. Well, now you want a church to to sanctify your marriage? Uh If there's not a denomination that does it, make one up. What the fuck? It doesn't matter these days anyway. It's
0: America.
1: Yeah, the first Unitarian. Progressive church of uh, of, uh, of of Frio light steel building with chairs. Yeah, knock yourself out. I don't need a church to sanctify my marriage yeah. any more than I need a list from a Hebrew sky god to make me a good person.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Sorry. Just Sorry. Stop! Yeah. And <sighs> for the uh, polygamist, it's a contract. None of my business. People like polygamy, bestiality, and 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 pedophilia. Motherfucker, two adults. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Pedophilia is illegal because it's not an adult, and they can't get a dog to understand the contract. Yeah, you can't get any of those things. A child legally can't give consent. A dog legally can't give consent. Guess who can? Adult. And you know what my feelings on polygamy are? None of my fucking business at all, motherfucker. If you want to have three wives, (laughs) get. Prost. Prost. Exactly. What the fuck is <laughs> wrong, wrong with, with you, you? But Okay. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. <coughs> None my business. I want to swing with three bats. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. And I'm sorry. I will go back to quoting what fucking Tina Fey said. Gay weddings are going to be
1: redonkulous. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You want to talk about awesome weddings? Holy shit. I can now add to my second regret of my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the military. Right. And secondly, I didn't become a divorce attorney. Oh. Oh, yeah. So I can pick up the sprawling 2 to 5% of the population. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. Oh. Take our country back. To what? To what, Where dude? are you taking it yeah, to? what the fuck are you? What <laughs> does that mean? Wait, where is your goddamn historical... Any of you, issue? motherfuckers. Yeah. Any of you, on the other side of it. Oh, we're coming for you. You're not coming for anybody. Yeah. Two to five? Come on. Mm-hmm. You know everyone just keep out of these hot zones. Yeah. Into the nice cool center of who gives a fuck.
0: Yeah. Into the nunya. Yeah. Nunya fucking business. Leave it alone. Uh oh,
1: why'd the libertarian chicken cross the road? Oh. None of your business. Yes. Am I being detained? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I think I need a spanking because I have been a very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And that's your business. Sir. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why did the libertarian, none of your business am I being detained? Right. Oh, uh, Did you see the video that I posted for the slap part two? No. The version of the show I would have watched. That
1: show's still on the air?
0: Uh, no. Not in America. It started out in Australia, but the version of that show that I would have watched every second of every episode of. Hey, is this hey, right hey, here? Hey, what's going on? It's mine, Daddy. Noah keeps taking away
1: from me. Noah, give it back. No. Noah, give it back. No! I said give it back now. No. Noah! Larry, what the hell is? It? Larry! Larry, you can't just- Oh, are you all right? right, de-
0: Larry!
3: <laughs> nice. all right, all right. What's going on here, oh, sir? I'm a oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have watched every second <laughs> of that show <laughs> if it was just a dude walking around slapping people. That, that would be that would great. have been the greatest thing ever on television. A television event. Yeah, it would be. But <laughs> that is the most political we've gotten. And I, what I hope people who listen to the show understand that our politics are very much, we want to leave you the fuck alone.
1: So do us Stay out, do out us of the my same. way.
0: I don't want your no. well-thought-out Christian good or know. your this is terrible because... Dave, I just I don't, don't want to fucking hear it. Oh, my God. Go spend that energy on doing something with your family.
1: Or anything. Yeah. It, as long as it doesn't involve us. Exactly, as long as it doesn't You need involve. medication,
0: Pam. Pills, uh, big pills, like they use at the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: that's what's necessary. Yes, yes. So, what kind of drugs do you take? Not enough. Not enough. Uh,
0: so this week, uh, I sent a couple of weeks ago, I fired an, a, a text to you uh, after listening to uh, Malton on Movies, which by the way, Leonard Malton is like the most affable dude in the world. He he sounds great. And his show, Malton on Movies, is fucking great. Because they're just like, oh yeah, having a good time. Him and Baron Vaughn just talk movies, very pleasant, very nice, they have a good time. It's like the Hellraiser podcast. Yeah. It's just very polite and (laughs) pleasant. They talked about uh, Big Night, and it was great. They were like, not necessarily the best movie, but my God, food looks so great, and they put this effort, they wanted to do it, and like, yep. Anytime they mention Big Night, all I think is, God damn, I want to make a timpano so bad. Yes. Oh, I want to put I want to
1: I want to run that risk. I want to risk fucking that up because even if you fuck it up. Uh-huh. Oh no, we have this big mess of pasta, <laughs> sausage and eggs. <laughs> what are we going to do? Oh, I guess we'll eat it. guess we're going to eat all of this. Nom nom nom. Fuck it, man. Let's eat this thing. Uh, I'm so fat. Right. Look at me.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. I eat it all. Nom nom nom. Cuz I'm a big fatty fat man.
2: <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm wasted. I love you, darling.
0: (laughs) Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. So they were talking about uh, music in movies. And in particular, they discussed A Mighty Wind. And I just sent him thing, oh, why why don't we talk about Christopher Guest? And your immediate reply was, how the fuck haven't we done this already? Yeah. We've been doing this show for five years. And the first time somebody mentions goddamn Christopher Guest. Now, you know what's awesome about this? Hope and I sat down and watched Guffman. Mighty Wind, Best in Show, and Spinal Tap. I have not gone back and rewatched for your consideration because my, m- my re- memory of it was that I really, really didn't like it. It's not as good as yeah. those,
1: but uh-huh. it's, it's all right. It's okay,
0: yeah, yeah. It's all this food. <laughs> you just come on and suck. That brings a question up that I had while watching Guffman. How the fuck... Does Catherine O'Hara not have so many Oscars that she's just using them for furniture? I don't know. You, Cause everything she's in, she is so startlingly yeah. head and shoulders above everyone. Even in movies like that, where it is an amazing cast, she is just fucking runaway. And the, the thing I pointed out, she is so good that she can pretend to be a bad actor. Oh yeah.
1: As long as you're on
0: like <laughs> she does that fucking plastic, I'll be as sure to do it as that. I, I don't know, like damn woman.
1: It's uh, <laughs> not unlike Kristen Wiig's performance in A Deadly Adoption. Oh my god, A Deadly Adoption. Which they adoption. didn't let the mask slip till the ass end of the movie. Oh, it's not even slip. Yeah, I'd say you just see a peek. Oh yeah, inspired. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but uh, yes. A Deadly
0: Adoption was perfect, and she would. They were both so dead on. Well, even the even the the, the, Everything the girl, all, everyone's Everything, performance,
1: every, the fucking camera angles, yeah, the crane <laughs> movements <laughs> with the music. It was they clearly sat around and watched a lot. Of, I watch a lot of lifetime movies. A lot. Of <laughs> I, I met your them. wife. I know. You, no, that, no,
0: no just, that's me. Really, I thought she introduced this. No no no, 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 that was, no, 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 no.
1: Uh, that is all me. Way before Nicole. Really, uh, it's all uh, I love. That. They're she, great. They're yeah. fucking fantastic. <laughs> I need they're to watch fantastic. some of them. I right? can't believe you have. I no. don't know why. It's one of these things like when you talk about hope watching uh, the Christopher Guest movies. It's like, uh-huh. how the fuck did you not? Yeah. Watch, what? What? And then right now I'm yeah. having one of. The, how the fuck have we not watched all uh, the Lifetime movies? Yeah. All a bunch wow, of that Meredith. Could have been Baxter. more Texan if it had chili on it. <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> Lifetime. Oh, Lifetime. Uh,
0: a lot of Meredith Baxter, Bernie. A lot <sighs> of Valerie Bertinelli. A lot of. Dude. Jude. Oh yeah. yeah I, trust me, I'm down. I'm going to start yeah, checking that shit out because yeah, a bunch
1: on Netflix. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it's good Apparently, stuff. Apparently, from what I understand from most of them, men are terrible.
1: Oh yes, we are just the worst. I, and, and I'm of two minds with this deadly <laughs> adoption thing. <laughs> as cool as it is that they that Lifetime said, yeah, it's cool. Y'all can yeah, do that. yeah, yeah. We we know. I like it better when they don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There's still enough filmmakers out there that are playing it straight and thinking oh, yeah. they really got something. Uh huh. You know. Uh, we watched Deadly Adoption and then watched... Uh, every Saturday night, they have a new one. Oh, wow. Uh, a new whatever. And uh, last night was perfect high. So I saw that yeah, with yeah, that, that yeah. hot dancer. Yeah, she got, gets addicted to heroin. Oh. Be- oh! It's just when you think, oh, man, maybe maybe they won't be as good now because they know that... Yeah, uh, still no, good? Nope, it's fine. The preview for it, I was like... Whoa, whoa! Hot red Okay, Hope's not going to let me get away with watching this. Cause I can't pass it. Oh,
0: it's supposed to be funny. She'll see the beginning and be like, "Shut the fucking asshole!"
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not.
0: Uh, it's not good. Well, it's like the, uh One of the women from Garfunkel and Oates and La- Natasha Leggero have this new show on Comedy Central called Another Period. Mm-hmm. It's quite funny. <laughs> preview at goddamn Christina Hendrickson at Hope's like, oh, so now you want to watch it? I was like, God damn it! I wanted to watch it before, but now yes, yes, yes. of course I do. Yes, I really really want to watch it now. I'm sorry. sorry. Fucking forgive me. <laughs> forgive me. It seems to
2: me like you're an expert, Mark.
0: <laughs> Have you seen The Room? No, ironically, that's why I keep playing these. I have a riff track, the riff track for it. And what amazes me about that was hearing an interview with somebody who worked on it that said all of the shots on the rooftop in San Francisco Mm -hmm. were shot on a rooftop in San Francisco, but he used a green screen on the rooftop in San Francisco to project a different background of San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally, let's waste a whole lot of really great production value (laughs) because fuck you. But yes, Deadly Adoption was, I I was in hysterics the whole time because had they tipped their hand even a little bit, it It wouldn't have worked worked. at all. The fact that they were, and that's the beauty, that I think ties into the Christopher Guest Mm -hmm. mold perfectly because uh, the second a character realizes they're funny. My theater teacher used to say this all the time back in high school. The minute your character knows they're funny, they're not funny. Yeah. The minute that they realize this is ridiculous, this
1: just doesn't fucking work at all. And Christopher Guest is the king of little things. Oh,
0: yeah. the mask. Even down to the way he normally talks, Martin Short was on The Nerdist, and he talked about talking to, to Christopher Guest. And he's like, Chris has the greatest dry sense of humor. Like, he always calls me Martin. He's like, So, Martin, what are you working on now? Oh, I'm going to be in this movie called, uh, called Captain Ron. Really? What's it about? Well, um, I play a guy who, uh, who inherits this, this ship. Martin, I didn't say spoil it for me. <laughs> it's just this very <laughs> low-key, always, always spoken, right. never shouted. Just, yes, this is how it is. And it's hilarious when you look at his early credits, because two of the first roles he played, he was just a policeman. Yeah, Death Wish. Uh, Death Wish and a movie called The Hot Rock, mm-hmm. which is awesome because it's this heist movie where they keep having to steal the diamond again. <laughs> it's like they steal it and then they hide it in the bait. They have to steal it. Then it gets taken in with some shit into police headquarters and they have to break in there and steal it again. Oh, they that's good. Keep having to steal it. It's great. I'd like to say that. Mm-hmm. It's a good premise. The Hot Rock, it's very good. But Chris Guest is weird because it's all these like random little, you know, Laverne and Shirley, all in the family, mm-hmm. Lily Tom, blah, 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 blah. blah. And. Doesn't really hit until this is Spinal Tap. Now I found um, when I was I was trying to find uh, the the baseball cutscene from it. Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about yep. where they're on the radio station and the drummer <laughs> just starts rattling off all the, the baseball statistics to show that to Hope. And I was YouTubing it and I found the original Siskel and Ebert review. Oh, wow. And they were like, this is amazing. It's, like, it's, it's brilliant. It's perfect. And it was at a time where, like, normally when a documentary is made, it's made about a very serious subject. Right. Because at the time, that's what it yeah. was. Nobody had ever thought we're going to do a fake comedy mockumentary. Right. Totally new idea. And the fact that the first one, normally when somebody tries something for the first time, a new
1: genre, yeah. there's a little bit of a stumble. Yes, this one. Not this rocket ship to Mars. Oh, my
0: God. It was like they hit it on the screws as perfectly as you could nail something. Unbelievable! They absolutely nailed it. And re-watching it, they even stuck the landing because the last line. The last line is, like, I suppose, like, you know, like working in a, a chapeau shop or something. Do you ha- what's, what's your size? Oh, we don't have seven and a half. Um, do, you, do you wear brown? Something like that. So do you think you do? <laughs> what, what are the hours? That was how it ends. That was the fucking end of it. It was goddamn perfect. Yeah, And <coughs> the fact, the more that you looked at it, you saw they, they weren't even parodying Rock. They were just doing what Rock was doing.
1: Yeah, and, and, they, and they, they, they had to go all the way with it.
0: Oh, yeah. They added some ridiculousness. You know, yeah. the pods
1: not opening, Stone and the children of Stonehenge. I think the problem may have been... <laughs> That we Stonehenge, I was in danger of being crushed by, by a it. dwarf. It was in serious danger, danger of being crushed by a dwarf. I'm not going to do a freeform jazz <laughs> experience it's, it's experiment a of, in a festival crowd. i a festival crowd. <laughs> the whole thing with the sandwiches. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. This is a spread. I, I can't work with your spread. Well, you can just fold it. I just, like, no, then I, I fold have, it, and, it see, and then I keep, I folding, keep folding and it folding falls it, apart. And yeah. It falls
0: apart. I just want regular bread.
1: Regular bread for a sandwich? It,
0: and even the little things that they threw in, I'm just as God made me.
1: I'm just as God made me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: And fucking, da- th- th- you have Dana Carvey and Billy Crystal in invisible my background parts. Bruno Kirby, fucking limies.
1: When you've lived and lost, like Frank has. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: oh, my God. I see
0: you're reading Yes I Can't by Sammy Davis Jr. They, they might as well call it, yes, I can, as long as Frank Sinatra says it's okay. Uh, have you gotten to the part where they're coming out of the... Co- <sighs> fucking Limies. <line>, <laughs> it's so good. It's a fad. And the fact that there's like two movies worth of unused improv. Oh, yeah. Because that was literally just go. Just fucking go. Oh God, and there's a number cool. of times where you know they're hearing it for the first time. like uh, Shark Sandwich had a <laughs> two-word review. Shit sandwich. You can't print that. <laughs> you can't print that. <laughs> and little little things that were they doing it on the, like, how much of it was scripted? How much of it was totally improvised? Yeah, we were in a band called The Originals, but yeah, it turned out there was another band called Some The Originals. New Originals. Uh, so we became The New Originals. <laughs> Jesus. Begley Jr., Pocket, <laughs> just as, as Stumpy watched the drummer. Oh my God.
1: It's cups and cakes. <laughs> cups and cakes. Mm.
0: When I'm standing here beside the railroad tracks, (laughs) I'm waiting on that train to bring you back. They're on the 515, (laughs) then I'm going to know what trouble means, and I'm going to cry. Cry, cry all the way home, all the way home, all the way home. <laughs> it's uh, like the, the 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 fact that they did, and you look at the old skiffle things and the old like classic Dory. There's even have you seen the early Ronnie James Dio shit? Yes, when he was in like you know the the jailed pompadour yes. rock bands. it's yes. fucking magical. And realize, yeah, those nerdy looking dudes became these fucking metal gods. Yeah, and.
1: Oh, just the, the beauty of all of that. The best part is the music is awesome. It really is. It really is. And they <laughs> came
0: up, I mean, even something they came up years later, yeah. they came out with Break Like the Wind. Yeah which had some fucking phenomenal shit. You know, the majesty of rock. Yes. The mystery of roll. What? <laughs> the darning of the sock.
1: Yes, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic.
0: The farmer takes a wife. The barber takes a pole. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's
1: so brilliant. It's it, funny all by it. So <coughs> if you even wrote out a band name in high school, mm-hmm. it's even funnier.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Playing we ended- a band
1: for a few years. Uh-huh. Made it even funnier. Oh, to yeah. the point where we walked into the back room when uh, we were opening up for, I don't even remember who it was. Uh-huh. They were big enough to have their, they had their own merch stand and they'd uh-huh. set it up right next to the side of the bar. Not in the back, but right. the side. Uh, we can, and we had to have all of our uh, drums set up in front of there. No big deal. Right. Of course. Yeah. They're the, they're the fucking main band. Yeah. Which, no big deal, but... We at that point had been playing that place for so long and had we were so comfortable with everybody. Uh-huh. We, we spent the entire pre show doing spinal tapping. Can't work with this. Mm-hmm. I can't work <laughs> with this. The Booker at the time, Tammy, I can't remember her last name. Uh-huh. But, Tammy, Tammy, they're going to sell a fucking t shirt in front of our set. <laughs> Is this your fucking shirt? I mean, we didn't name the band. I can't oh remember God, the God, that's of
0: the band. so great. And what's awesome. Union awes- Underground? Mm. I can't remember. And, and what's weird is how the only one of them that I can definitively place is um, Nigel T- Tufnell. Mm. Christopher Guest is Jeff Beck. <laughs> yes. He is Jeff Beck. <laughs> absolutely. The guitar shit where he's going through showing him the guitar. And what's uh, the, the way that he – this is the magic of Chris Guest even early on in his work. He has these this way of when he's being silent and just listening where – you get the character, <laughs> yeah. Nigel Tunf. You get how dumb, yeah, Nigel is. He it's spent just- a
1: lot of time at home <laughs> as Nigel. Yeah, oh as God, any of yeah. his characters, particularly in these the these main movies we're uh-huh. talking about. I don't know his process, mm-hmm. um, but I can guess that there was a lot of times where he was just that guy.
0: Where Jamie Jamie Lee, his wife Jamie Lee Curtis, was yeah, like. Okay. Okay, yeah, fucking fifth baron. Because he really is the fifth baron Hayden Guest of, the, of, of sailing in the county of Essex. <laughs> like, yes, we get it. Mm, baron, You're baron. <laughs> like, He just, and he has so much fun with it. And you know when those three got together. Oh, God. Harry Shearer, Michael McKeon, I think in a lot of ways, gets the least respect of that group.
1: And it's unfortunate.
0: And it's unfortunate because he is uh, I, the subtlety of Mike McKeon. Oh my god! It is goddamn gorgeous. The the beauty of just how because I love the the, the 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 small acting. And I'm sorry. You look at the you look at the marriage lottery that you know who McKeon's married to right? Annette no. O'Toole. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good job. Good job. I fucking.
1: Huzzah, sir. Yeah, huzzah. My
0: frio is raised aloft to you, my good man. Annette O'Toole, amazing. And they actually were nominated for an Oscar for writing Kiss at the End of the Rainbow together. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Spinal Tap is a movie that I don't know how it's possible to overstate its, first off, how funny it is. Or second off, how important it is. There are these touchstones that are to comedians of certain eras, like MST3K, anybody who is doing comedy today has some portion of their sense of humor mm-hmm. that is beholden to, you know, tr- to uh, Joel and Mike and yeah. Trace and Kevin mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm forgetting names because I've had a couple of Frio lights. <laughs> All of this Tennessean alcohol coursing yeah. through my veins and yes. watery goodness. But they owe an absolute debt of gratitude to those guys. And you look at Spinal Tap, that's one that, you know, we don't really have nowadays because everything's become so quick and disposable and thrown Mm -hmm. away. The level of cult phenomenon that Spinal Tap was. Realize this is Spinal Tap is a criterion Collection movie. It's no, you can't get it anymore. It's been out of print for a long time. But for a straight up comedy, yeah, to get a criterion release lends a lot of credence to
1: holy shit. That was it's just, and it's so important. (coughs) And because the Stuff now is so disposable; Uh it becomes more important. Yeah, it becomes better. Yes, as time goes on. It's like Blues Brothers. The first time you don't really think about it at the time when Blues Brothers came out. Like, oh, they just got a bunch of cool people together and made a movie. Yeah, but all these cool people became legends, or even already were at the time. Yeah, speaking of musicians, and now you can look back at it and it blows your mind. Yeah, Eras.
0: Well, like I look at Spinal Tap. The first time I ever saw it, all right, because I I hadn't heard of it till I was older. Yeah, as, as most of us, Colin Quinn was on some show where he was hosting, and he came out and he put this little like clear domino on a stool, and he's like, "What I was doing with that is I, uh, um, I, I was trying to make a reference to Spinal Tap with the Stonehenge. I thought that I could put that there, and we could all share in that great memory of how wonderful that movie was. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Colin? I was like, okay, Spinal Tap. I, yeah, I have to see this thing. Yeah. and you know, you look at Paul Schaefer. Yeah, kick me in the kick, ass. Kick, kick me kick in the ass. My just ass. Kick my kick ass. ass. On, just Go kick my ass. Just kick me right in the ass. <laughs> um, he is brilliant in it. Uh, again, Bobby Fleckman, uh, Fran Drescher. Oh God, you have the a fucking woman. Manager. You have a woman on all fours with a dog <laughs> collar around her neck, and a man's hand shoving, shoving, a shoving a glove into her face
1: and telling her to smell <laughs> it.
0: Uh. <laughs> What's wrong with being sexy? What's
1: wrong being sexy? Yeah.
0: Oh the the, the the manager. Yeah, the manager with the fucking cricket bat. <laughs> uh Sir Dennis Eaton Hogg, the late Patrick yes. McGee who just tap pa- into passed Into America,
1: yes. The only yeah. original Battlestar Galactica I yeah. ever see is the one with him playing and the devil. So
0: say all of us. And tap. so
1: in, tap <laughs> into America.
0: <laughs>
1: you are so British.
0: Yeah, he really is. Dennis Eaton Hogg is more British than Stephen fucking fry walking two British Bulldogs <laughs> in yeah. front of Buckingham Palace. That's pretty British. That is as British as you can get. I mean, there are satellite photos of the UK that have less Britain in them than yep. that fucking man did. Correct. Um, but he, he was phenomenal. <laughs> oh, the manager, the oh, he tries to show the lads with his, you know, the cricket bat. <laughs>
1: yeah. i tell you, in the tough business of rock and roll, <laughs> good, um, <laughs> stiff piece of wood in your hand is a, <laughs> a good thing to have. Oh, man. And it, it, the small acting, mm-hmm. as we all know, you and I are big fans oh, yeah. of small acting. Oh, yeah. All of these movies are a festival of small acting. Oh, God, acting. yes. Uh-huh. The little jokes uh-huh. are everywhere. Yes. If, you're, if you can see them. And mm-hmm. compared to these days, it's sad, actually. It really is. It's kind of sad.
0: It really is. And one of the greatest things about Spinal Tap, about This is Spinal Tap, is on the IMDb, where you can rank the stars... <laughs> I want you to look at it and tell me what the ranking is. How many stars out of how many stars?
1: Eight out of oh, 11.
0: Wow. Yeah. Normally, you can only get ten stars, but you see, and Spinal 11. Tap, this goes to, to eleven. 11.
1: <laughs> I find your mannish hands disturbing. <laughs>
0: if 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 we're like going as hard as we can and we need that little you know extra push, right. You know, off off the cliff, we'll go to eleven. Well,
1: well, why don't you make <laughs> just ten? Tin the top and make that, make that louder. Please go to 11. <laughs> the, the pause, the look on his face
0: as he recognizes the statement. And this
1: is actually a picture of my skeleton. <laughs> it's exactly what
0: you would it's see. Exactly. Between, except not, not green. No. No, Because no, no, he, no, you know, no, he does it, he goes, ah, I gotcha. <laughs> it, it, that's the best moment of it. Even uh, the way he uh, chews gum green.
1: and smokes at the same yeah. time. Except not green.
0: Ah, see, you know how lot your blood's blue? And then it comes out. It's red. Oh, that's uh, that's just the vein. Oh,
1: um, <laughs> well, maybe not. It. And, <laughs> sure, running around backstage. Hello, Cleveland. I mean, that is <coughs> cliched now, I guess, oh. but it's played not played out yeah. in my mind. But it's uh. It's oh, so you go
0: down, down, down the end of the hall here. You're gonna take. There's a little jog to the left lost under the stage.
1: Fucking brilliant. Um I mean, I don't know how many people <laughs> ever played the band for longer than five minutes. It didn't do that. mm mm-hmm. Sam Cooper, our um uh, I'm good. You're former good. guitar player, how he would you? say that every fucking time he didn't think a shit if we were playing a club or we were playing some backyard. It didn't matter. He'd come out of the he'd come out of the van and be like, Rock and roll <laughs> every time.
0: Oh. But th- Michael McKeon, one of my favorite moments from him in this. <laughs> is um, I'm listening to something called the Namesake Series. It's uh, famous uh, authors from American history reading, um, being read by actors of the same, la- famous authors in history read by yeah. people with the same last name. I- I've got, uh, I forget who it was, but yeah, the, the best. Me, really. Next week, uh, next month, I'm getting uh, the complete works of
1: Washington Irving read by uh, someone called Dr. J. Just the buzz. And it goes even deeper than just we're making fun of (laughs) this genre or poking fun at this music or whatever. It goes even further when the girlfriend comes on the road and she starts drawing out all those fucking zodiac signs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's perfect.
0: Actually, my the, the Michael jumping
1: into the room when his girlfriend calls and uh-huh. come on tour. He's like, "Yay!" And
0: everyone else. Oh, uh, um, can I like, The boys have the video game. Oh, go, uh, oh but but you're reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just how terrible she could manage us. Yes. <laughs> you can't you can't record heavy metal in Dubly. I <laughs> oh, was that in Dubly. Dublin. Oh, you can't do it in Dublin. Although from the Washington Irving one, when the Julia uh, uh, that's Julius Irving. Oh, there you go. There, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's yeah, oh the the girlfriend coming on tour, that is just ingen- It's another level. Well but what's funny is it goes to a universal and this is not a anti anyone. Girls, if you and your friends are going for a night out and one of them's like, Oh my, my husband or boyfriend's gonna come along, you're all like
1: Oh no. no. You have to go with yeah. the with the Lemmy Kilmister uh uh-huh. Ian Lemmy Kilmister yeah. slash motorhead rules of the road. Yeah. No women on the road. Yeah. Excuse me. No wives or girlfriends on the road. Yeah, no wives or. That's gr- not be ridiculous. Yeah. So Listen. Yeah. No wives or girlfriends uh, on the road ever. Yeah. Not a little bit. Uh
0: huh. Ever. 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 Yeah. Well, and like the only time that you can really pull off like uh, like when you and I hang out Nicole's there. I've known Nicole as long as you have.
1: Yes, we were at the same like, time. Yeah, it's not it's not the same. Yeah, it's like of course. Yeah. Of course it's no. yeah,
0: yeah, not a big deal. But it, you know, some new, Oh yeah, my girlfriend's going to be with us. Oh. We're talking
1: about an, a night nine- out with the mates,
0: yeah, a group of guys, what five or six. So, yeah, dude. I'm going to bring my girlfriend. Oh, no, you're
1: not. Bullshit. No, you're
0: not. You're uninvited. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's we what's would happening. rather you not be here. It's not the point. point. You have to be able to have a separate time.
0: <laughs> exactly, and that is no negative anything against women. The reason that it's cool, and you know, is because no matter how disgusting or uh, or off anything I say is, I know Nicole's going to be like, uh huh. Well, yeah. And probably go one worse. Yeah. Because I was going through my old letters. I have so many letters from your wife. Back, sure. to, but, so many letters so from many. your wife. God. Oh, God. so many! Can't believe it.
1: Stacks of letters from yes. your wife. Yes, and she has stacks of letters. From and me. you know, you're a married man of a boil when you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great. bunch of
0: fucking boring, stupid, <laughs> bitchy teenage. Like, oh, sure. I'm trying out for flight tomorrow, and if there's no one to go to, a pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all that shit is. I can't find again. But Spinal Tap hits on all of that shit so perfectly. And it's that sort of sad, the inner workings of that sad part of a band's career. Where like, I remember when you talked, I remember when this gig happened. I didn't go. But was it your brother who went to see uh, Quiet Riot at, um, was it Babes on 6th Street? And they didn't start the show for like an hour because Kevin couldn't find his barber pole. I don't know where
1: it was. I think yeah, it may have been because
0: they were but playing so, yeah. small
1: fucking clubs. But, at yeah, that time, he was really into that record and <laughs> mm-hmm. that band at the time. And he went to see him, and he would not come out until he had his fucking candy stripe mic stand. Mic stand, yeah. And it's like, okay, no, if it, come, it, you you know you're Kevin fucking DeBro, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're yeah. Kevin
1: DeBrow yeah. Quiet Riot I have nothing against them Nothing
0: though. against them They're fine They, they,
1: they serve their purpose yeah. Very well They have a, a, a seat In the yeah. heavy metal Hall of fame Yeah yes. they, they, they broke a lot of ground Yes Hurrah Yes Good for them mm-hmm. I'm glad they're your favorite band Stu Yes Great Good However However Kevin Debro. Kevin shut up stupid Shut up stupid Shut up stupid <laughs> What the fuck
0: and just why, for people who wonder why, that is how we dub him. Back when we would watch all the shit on VH1, when they had all the different people on, anytime time would come on, Clarkson and I would say, oh, shut up, stupid. Shut up, stupid. Shut up, stupid. Yeah, it's just my thing.
1: He'd always <coughs> have a different wig on. Yeah, always a different wig. Sorry, dude, you were bald in the 80s. Yeah. You and Klaus Mina, mm-hmm. the Scorpions, yeah. both bald. You and Sean Connery. Give it up.
0: Sorry, you've been bald forever.
1: But... um doesn't it's, mean you're not good at what you do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But there is the sadness of like the band that you knew once upon a time came to Austin and sold out the Irwin Center. Oh, yeah. That's now like we are playing in a small bar on sixth that is having to run a drink special <laughs> to get people to <laughs> come I mean,
1: in. Iron Maiden, God bless them. Mm hmm. Uh, one of my favorite bands. Oh, yes. Of all time.
0: One of the greatest live bands I've ever seen in my oh,
1: life. Absolutely. Uh, they were playing buckets. In San Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio? I oh, you get that confused. It might have been. Between huh? that and Corpus. There's some club in Corpus. Ah, whatever. Uh, where? They're, yeah. uh, they're playing a club because they uh-huh. had Blaze Bailey singing for them. Oh, like,
0: yeah. It, so it was Iron Maiden in quotes. Right. Yeah.
1: That's just uh, mm-hmm. sad. I think that may be Corpus. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, what I, I love was
0: the, uh, um, the, the, the the was it Bruce Dickinson that was saying to really get the essence of Iron Maiden, you have to see us in one of those small, intimate like 5,000-seat theaters, yeah, one of those intimate little clubs. Right. Like. Okay, Bruce. Jesus Christ, man. I don't
1: know if I need that. <laughs> I don't know if I need a wall that close to behind me with yeah. you singing.
0: But intimate is a 5,000-seat. <laughs> and it's weird because bands do that shit so much. You know, mm-hmm. So many of them that were the, – the ones that are smart are the ones who did like Guns N' Roses. They hit it huge. I'm like, done – Drop the mic, walk away. There's two, now, two granted, ways of doing
1: it. You just hang it up, Yeah. or you just keep plugging mm-hmm. through. Yeah. Iron Maiden did it. Judas Priest did it with her different singers. Yeah. They played these sh- shitholes. Uh-huh. Well, the shitholes. But small places yeah. compared to what they
0: did. Yeah, and then and powered through to come out of the other it, side. Yeah. It.
1: Got their real singers back. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And powered through. Yeah, yeah. I came out the other side even better.
0: And I will still stand by this statement. When we went and saw the Judas Priest, uh, Testament Motorhead, Heaven and Hell Judas Priest, mm. Priest I thought was okay, I, Ronnie James Dio opened up his heart and took me in and I was like, <laughs> I will never say another moderately unkind word no, no, no. about Ronnie James Dio again. Because Ronnie James Dio on video is objectively ridiculous and it's, hilarious. It is. On stage. Uh, he is 11 foot tall, bulletproof, golden fucking god. And he's got you right. Right here. in the palm of he has you in the palm of his hand like fucking Freddie Mercury could
1: Oh, yeah. turn that place at like and remember, he never, ever, 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 ever warmed up. Nope. Ever if you gotta warm up. You ain't got it, kid. <laughs> As he told the front man are <laughs> disturbed. Yeah. How and do you to, warm up? And you know. to the front man's uh of disturbs the credit. He brought it up. Like, yeah, yeah, well, I guess I don't. I guess I don't, dude. Yeah. Oh God, he was amazing. And then
0: watching Rob Halford. Run around in that onesie. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa. Waddling. Waddle around. Waddling around. Oh, disappointing Bruce night Dickinson for a ran. That's a disappointing night yeah. uh for someone who maybe never had seen Priest before. Yeah, I'd never see But seen unfortunately, him before, so you like... didn't see him with White Snake. Oh. Holy shit. Uh huh. Was that a good show? Really? Ah, oh.
0: was oh it the one God. in Corpus? So they did, yeah, And yeah. no, they
1: did all of British Steel beginning to right. end. Well, yeah, that would have been badass. Unbelievable. See, I'd, I'd see White Snake if they got Steve Vai back. <laughs> I'm see White Snake if just David Cumberdale. <laughs> yeah, phone book.
0: don't
1: be ridiculous. <laughs> Hello, darling.
0: <laughs> Hello, darling. <laughs> but yeah, there's something beautiful about having the ridiculousness of what you're into pointed out to you. Well, sure, and in a when you, especially when you reach the age that you're able to laugh at, like that blonde broad at the beginning, like you let the music in, and it's just like, oh shit, she was a fucking teenage dancing queen, and she is <laughs> not dealing well with, this. like when that friend of yours sent you the Danzig, uh, the the Danzig uh, Shakira mashup, oh like oh look at how ridiculous this is, you're like yes. Yes. Yes, it is, it, it is ridiculous, and that's why I love it. Because yes, it
1: is. And if you don't follow it already out there on Facebook, because uh, only old people are on Facebook. Yeah, evidently, you need to follow uh, the same picture of Glenn Danzig every day. What does that to? site include? The same picture of Glenn Danzig every day, and it's awesome.
0: God damn, he was so serious. Was so silly. He's
1: sixty, yo. <laughs> He just turned okay, 60. What? He just turned 60. Oh, my God. Yeah. He
0: looks good for a 60-year-old? Good,
1: question mark. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um... Did you see him in the skeleton makeup for the first time in? No. Yeah, he did that for, he's doing some cover album, and he, it's called the Bones, or I don't know. What? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't he's, know. Yeah, he's I don't doing know a things. cover album, but yeah, he did the, the the fucking Misfits makeup for the first time in years.
1: Wow. Wow. Did a little devil walk yeah. too, did he? I hope so. God. I
0: remember listening to the Henry Rollins uh, get in the van mm-hmm. audiobook when he was talking about playing somewhere on Halloween. He's like, heard a band warming up, and they were playing some Misfits songs. You're like, god damn, they sound like the Misfits. And I went downstairs, it was the fucking Misfits. <laughs> like, ooh, what? For fans
1: of the punk, that's a big goddamn deal. Big fucking deal. Yeah. Big, big fucking deal. As, as goofy as they are. And still Goofy, love that ad- oh, they, oh, are. Oh, they are. I sh- still love that band. I don't you give a shit if they're the fucking chain wallet of... <laughs> you need another one, them. don't yes, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> of all time. They're still fucking fantastic. They
0: are. Oh my god, chain wallet. That's perfect.
1: <laughs> and I say that as someone who still wears a chain wallet. Well, yeah. So, well, I don't know, give a shit. You gotta. I don't gotta, care. I couldn't wear a chain wallet. I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so, <laughs> spinal Tap... Was a perfect film in about every way you can it's you still can perfect. it.
1: It's a desert it really island is. film of mine, well, for and sure. It,
0: and if you look at it for the major releases this guy did. So from there, he jumped into Saturday Night Live. That Saturday Night Live season, when it was him and Shearer, and I think they had... Uh, was it
1: Shearer and Martin Short that did the swimming, the swimmers? <laughs> <I'm not laughs> hold the on, stream, hold on, swimmer.
0: hold on. And I believe... I don't know if I'm right or not, but part of me really, really wants to think that the music that they used for that, hold on, because there really is only one song that would have been appropriate. Hold on. And you're going to have to forgive us because, wait, hold on. Ah.
1: There you go.
0: Anybody who does not love Frank Stallone for this <laughs> song alone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to fucking know you because my <laughs> god that song is fucking flawless. It's far from over. Go buy it on iTunes. So, yeah, they he did I don't know. It was him and Martin Short uh, him, Harry Shearer, and Martin Short. Yeah, he also with Billy Crystal did that scene that was total improv. Oh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> so the other night I, I had one of those that way a ball peen hammer. Yeah, and I took it and I I just started smacking my face. Fi- oh yeah yeah I hate it when that happens. Well the other day I, I took one of those that what do you yeah exacto knives yeah yeah you knew that they were just fucking yeah. setting each other up and running with it <sighs> <clears throat> that season because it was him and Billy Crystal and I think it was Martin Short and. Uh, Harry Shearer on that season as well, where they just, that was one where they said, fuck it, we're going, we're, we're, we're doing Dream Team on this. Can
1: you imagine having a group of people that could do that now? Mm. For lack of a better term, go out there and call a match without yeah. having it scripted out Oh, more. hell yeah. It's like, all right, so you're doing this scene then this scene, because everyone who's Oh, and roll to, cameras.
0: Yeah, and go. We're going to do it live. No, don't worry. We got it. We got this. We got this. And that was uh, the birth of a character we're going to come back to in a moment. But he did play a part in there that is oft overlooked because the movie itself is so amazing and has so many other amazing things. And all I can say is, that might be the saddest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) He played, uh, for those who who might not know the other work, um, he was Count Tyrone Rugen, the six-fingered man yeah. in The Princess Bride. Right. Fuck. Him and Mandy... First off, Mandy Patankin is goddamn magic. Of course. I love Mandy Patankin. His Enigo Montoya... What, <coughs> what makes Inigo Montoya work for me is not the, my name is Inigo Montoya, it's... I would walk up to him and I would say, hello. Hello. <laughs> and every time... Hello!
1: My name is Enigo Montoya. He's always looking off.
0: Yeah, always oh, kind of looking off. And I, I thought that my home <laughs> was my castle. <laughs> That's that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got I got uh,
1: it. <laughs> can a man not control his bitch, bitch with three. violence?
3: Y'all are
0: brutalizing <laughs> me. Mandy in run. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, cause this. Maybe but Who
3: said? Oh no, no, no! is accusing
0: you. I don't want to hear. Oh, that's not it. No, no, no! It is. It's just the.
2: Great, more publicity for my musical! Come on! Shh, shh, I do want to hear this. I thought that my home was my castle With no one scrutinizing me No pigs, no lion, bitch, no hassle You all are brutalizing me can't a man not drink his beer in silence? Amen. Can't a man not crudely lie and scream? Can't a man not control his bitch with violence? You no, all are brutalizing me. are brutalizing me.
0: No, 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 that was shite! Pure shite!
2: I don't disagree. (laughs) Really? I think it, uh, I think it's ridiculous like this. It's like a lie. And uh, we spent the whole play getting to this point. We've unpeeled the onion. He should be naked. It's a naked, beautiful moment.
0: Let's try it your way. Wait. Mr. Twilstein. Yes. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. <laughs> it's okay. And that, I'm sorry, that is so inspired by what they've done up to this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. By, by the Michael McKeon shit. But him, he, he and Christopher Guest... Their scene in the end of Princess Bride, that is... Princess Bride is a perfect fucking movie. It is. Have you read the book? No. I'll let you borrow it sometime because you'll love it. Because the book is written like the movie is. When I was a kid and I'd get sick, my grandpa would read me the story. Right. I found the book and hated it, and I realized it's because my grandpa just told me the good parts. And so he goes like, at this point, there's a 10-page thing about blah, 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 blah. At this point, there's that. And he cuts all of it out, (laughs) so it's just the good parts. It's William Goldman, who's a bad motherfucker. But The Princess Bride is one of those that is, it's just an understood at this point. If I talk to someone, I don't say, oh, well, you've seen The Princess Bride. It's an understood that you've yeah. fucking seen the Princess Bride. You can use Six-Fingered Man as a reference and people sure. know where it's from. You can say this goes to 11 and people laugh because they've heard it before. They don't know it's from Spinal Tap necessarily. right? But Six-Fingered Man, it's because everybody's seen the Princess Bride. He is so... I am the Brute Squad. ...fucking British in it. <laughs> he, just something about him is so British. <laughs> yeah, when he, when he fucking posts up and it turns and runs bay, away. And I'm out. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you're going to kill me, aren't you? Hello. That's fantastic. Oh, God. When, when it looks like he's about to die and he stands up and starts going and then he fucking knocks the sword out of his hand. Offer me money. <laughs> Offer me power. All that I have yeah. and more. Offer me anything I want. Anything I can give him more. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Oh! Yeah, it's great. Princess Bride. Yeah. Then it's weird because it's, again, this little, like, oh, little thing here, little thing here, a whole lot of Nigel Tunfold.: <laughs> Well, you know um, he also uh, was part of a movie called "The Big Picture." that a lot of people haven't seen. And it's really great because it's like Kevin Bacon plays this film student who wins a competition and then tries to get a movie made in Hollywood. Right. And all the shit that goes along with that and the bullshit of the industry. And he ends up getting beaten down and then like making a small video for someone that takes off and kicks him back up onto the a. Al- it's really good. Cool. Really good. Um, but then he hits into a period of someone's career that any fool would be unbelievably grateful to have. And that was when he started out in 1996, playing the character from the uh, synchronized water, the, the synchronized <laughs> swimming bit, Corky Saint, Clair. Corky Saint Clair, um, in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to have just that as it drops. But um, waiting for Guffman. Now, waiting for Guffman is one of those movies that I think only played at the Village yeah. here in Austin. Which to give you an idea. The Village is one of those theaters that you'd go into.
1: Two screener. and
0: yeah, No, four. Was it's it it's now the Draft House North. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, I think it was even a five screener originally, and they pulled one of their screens oh, okay. to be the. If you were in a theater that had, like, you know, seven people in it, you were like, oh, such a crowd. Right. Um, waiting for Guffin. I remember me and my friends, April and Eric, would read the reviews of it and just the things that were mentioned in the reviews, like, you know, the song Stool Boom. Holy shit, that sounds hilarious. Corky St. Clair doing the red, white, and blaine and right. And and you look in and the, the cast, the powerhouse cast. Fucking Bob Balaban. Mm-hmm. Quick shout out to uh the stinking paws who records from Balaban Sound Studios. Well done. Bob Balaban is goddamn brilliant in that movie. Um, you know who to me re-watching it, the biggest like holy shit moment from that. Parker Posey. Oh, yeah. Because Parker Posey was, for those who were not alive and into indie film in the 90s, Parker Posey was the indie fucking it girl. And she
1: was very, very good in a lot of the stuff. Very a lot of the good. She did. Very good. So I knew she'd be good. She was in good. House of Yes.
0: Yeah, she was in House of Yes. Uh, very, you talk Party about girl. 90s was, fucking
1: indie. That is oh, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. It's right Lookin there. Fucking party girl. Party girl? That, des- that defined it. Yeah. She
0: was one that, you know, do- okay, she's going to be good. She's going to be good. Oh, she's no, no, dropped no, no. in with this fucking varsity
1: squad of badasses. And holds her own. And
0: more than holds her own. She steals so scenes. Fucking
1: like, like... Dairy Queen.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh. We do blizzards. We do, uh, uh, we, we do sundaes,
1: daily bars.
0: <laughs> when she's barbecuing. One, one fucking, fucking, chicken fucking little chicken wing. It's her leg or so whatever it is. Sad. It's the saddest goddamn thing. She. It was one of those where it's like you knew she would be good, but the <laughs> level that she brought it to, and that was yeah. like, oh shit. So all of this great stuff you've been doing yeah. has kind of been holding back what a fucking badass you are. Yeah. And Christopher kind oh, yeah. of
1: assembles a company oh, yeah. from which he will then go and do all these other movies with.
0: He puts together the core. A, yeah. a guy who, to this day, I look at as uh, some sort of wizard. Um, Fred Ward. Fred Ward. <laughs> Bec- yeah. Fred Willard. Fred, Willard. Ward, Fred Ward, of course, is a wizard. But, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Fred but Willard. Ward. Bert Ward. Yeah. Bert Ward. Oh, something, something. Bert Ward. Ward. There's a guy I, I, you probably don't watch at midnight. Uh, the Chris, it's very good. There's a guy who pops up on our lot named Ron Funches who happens to be saying funny shit, but he's one of those guys who can deliver deliver something that's mm. not necessarily funny. And the way he says it makes it the funniest thing in the world. That is Fred Willard. Yeah, you take a line Fred Willard has in pretty much any of these and give it to anyone else. It's like, no, okay, that's, that's not gonna that's work that's out. Terrible. How much do you think it, I
1: can uh, bench press? <laughs>
0: And that, but you look at 350 it, so pounds. you've got in this one, you've got Fred Willard, right You've got Eugene Levy mm-hmm. who have you seen Eugene Levy's son? No. he looks like a sexy Eugene Levy.
1: Mm, I which don't know. sexier? Yes, yeah,
0: sexier Eugene levy. For, it's one of those that's that's like weird because you uh hold on. Eugene Levy's son. because you y- you know you know Eugene Levy. And then you see him with his kid, and you're like, yeah, that's 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 a sexy Eugene Levy.
1: <laughs> why isn't that kid playing Egon? Oh, <laughs> you're a dude. That's why. Yeah, sorry. But
0: <laughs> with Eugene Levy in it, he's fucking brilliant. You've got uh, a handful of actors whose names I don't necessarily know. Uh, the woman who played Eugene Le- Levy's wife. So, uh, you know, we hang out mostly with a lot of no, uh, uh, other people <laughs> who have kids. Yeah. The guy who's the pharmacy owner, yeah. I really want to try out, but we have... Uh, Inventory that night, and as <laughs> Corky says, that's showbiz. God, I wish I was in this. Um, <laughs> you have uh, <coughs> Catherine O'Fuckin' yeah. who, I'm sorry, I will never be able to say enough good shit about Catherine O'Hara, she has that John Candy ability to be able to go into like the heartbreaking touching, but then be hilarious. Oh, she's so fucking Ding good.
1: Ding dong. Oh, oh, my God. So, mm. so good.
0: You don't, you you don't care about anybody but yourself. yourself. She doesn't even know what I'm doing. And her her face when he, she, he does it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk woman to woman. You and I right now. I have, I've never been a circumcised man. So, I don't know. Shh shh girls, girl talk, girl talk right now. So tell me. <laughs> uh, Booby made a kishka. People always ask me, you you must have been the class clown. And I say, no, but I sat next to the class clown and I studied him. It's great is <laughs> he takes it's the brilliance of taking the best fucking joke and then adding enough to go. Oh, you don't yeah. get it. You don't get it. Fucking Brian Doyle Murray shows up in a part that has almost no lines. Yes. In the garage, just looking at Corky like, what the
1: fuck are you
0: doing? People are bastard people. Uh, nobody likes that feeling of having fire just poked. poke, poke. And you know what it's like when you get that little, you're at the fire and you get that little ember it <laughs> <right into> your- <laughs> it's just running. It's, it's uh, genius. It's a fucking. Dylan Lockhart. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Larry Miller. Look, oh, God. without this, without the, without this celebration, there's no celebration. Without this celebration, there's no Blaine. Without Blaine, guess what? There's no Missouri. And if there's no Missouri, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking fantastic. Everyone who's in that, it is... It, it is improv the way it needs to be done that people don't realize. It's not about stealing the best line for yourself. It's about setting up the best possible line for whatever other person is able to come in and nail. When they go by Corky's place to try and get him, and Parker Posey has the full mouth, and she's like, no! that's a fucking (laughs) clothes! It storms off. It's like, holy shit. That's exactly what that character would have (laughs) done.
1: And and as an actor in one of those, or a creator in any point yeah. of that, it has the best rewatchability for them. Yeah, they can go back and go, wow, wow, <laughs> where the where did that, did that come, come from? Yeah, we do that. We listen to some you know some of our shows, or one of us does something particularly funny to to one of us. Yeah, and you're like, oh wow, how'd that happen? Yeah, and that's <laughs> just some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. These are professionals.
0: Yeah. The, these are folks who've that, been honing this That can this shit.
1: really, really just pull something out of the complete ether. Yeah. And turn it into uh, something uh, classic.
0: Somebody who, they, you, you you could take, you, you, you could take, <laughs> I'm, fuck, I fucking don't remember, and you made fire. You took construction fire. and you made fire. You didn't have $10,000 budget. Oh. What I'm going to need, yeah. I'm going to need $150,000. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> Our whole budget for the town is $30,000, and that includes swimming. I don't have any swimming. <laughs> and the woman who played uh, f- the I Am a Fabian, and yeah. I'm not just saying, I certainly know what the Kennedys feel like, and I am not just saying this, because I am a Fabian. <laughs> you, s- you smell that? That's, that's salt. <laughs> Of course he was you know uh, we've reached California. Of course he was wrong because they were uh, they were in Missouri. Right. But that guy, I don't know that guy's name. That no. guy's a fucking genius. Right. David Cross. No. At, at the the alien circle. Yeah. He's <laughs> like that no matter what happens, the temperature that the temper the climate in that circle is always the same. <laughs> it is always 68 degrees <laughs> with a 65% chance of rain. <laughs> Waiting for Guffman is one of those movies that, he honestly, the other two might be better. I, I love that movie so much because oh, it was the so good. first one, right? You know, it's a, it's that first love. No matter what comes afterwards, that one's always going to have that, that little special place for
1: you where you're like, mm. oh, God. I know. I feel the same way. Even though I think Waiting for Guffman is probably better, I uh. think that Best in Show is. Is mine Best in show I watched it So I was at a point there Where I didn't have cable Yeah I just uh, had my collection The Vigias My Vigia collection And uh, my scarce DVD collection Yeah one of those Was best in show And for something To just have on All the time Yeah It turned out to be That porridge uh-huh. Was The perfect porridge Was best oh, yeah. in show Oh yeah I Chris- have seen that So many times <laughs> I have studied it So long Yeah could fucking write a paper on Best in Show. And Christopher gets going like the hugest gear shift
0: from Quirky St. Clair. Oh my God. To Harlem Pepper.
1: Harlem Pepper. No. Will Sasso is perfect in that. Sasso yeah, is. He's one of these guys at the fishing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you get tired, pull over. If you're hungry, eat something. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Sasso God. in Best in Show. I forgot. Yes, that was Sasso.
0: He's so fucking great. Yeah. And then you bring in Michael McKean.
1: Who's going to catch fish? Who's going to catch big fish? Now we're going to a dog show. Who's going to fish? Who's <laughs> going fishing? Who's <laughs> going fishing? <laughs> he's fucking amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> oh man. And he's not part of the regular company. He's one of those other guys, right? Oh yeah. And he, at that time, no one. Well, at least I didn't know who the fuck Will Sasso was. Oh yeah. Was. But. Uh, I sure as fuck. No, after that. Oh yeah. God damn
0: His, it. his shit and that is so good. But then you and look at who enters the fray at that point, Jane Lynch. Oh, who the oh, highest God. compliment I have ever heard for anyone. We had Blaine Weaver on the show. Mm-hmm. He's he, we we're talking about his movie, the The Weather Girl, which is really really good. The Weather Girl is outstanding. Jane Lynch is in it, and he mm-hmm. was and he said Jane was a total pro, and I don't even think she knew if she was getting paid. Wow, it was an indie film that she liked, and I—I I don't even think she she didn't care. Right. She showed up and acted as though twenty million dollar pitch. She was fucking pro. I've loved Jane Lynch since this was the first thing I saw her in, <laughs> me and too. she's yeah, me so too. fucking fantastic, American bitch. It is the first uh, magazine for, for lesbian pure breed lesbian, dog owners. Pure breed dog owners.
1: I uh. She would helped me with my outfit, my hair, my makeup. I did this great Egyptian eye, cat eye, swooping eye thing. It wasn't me. It, it wasn't me. It wasn't my thing. I was really good. Look, you're gonna let this one go.
0: <laughs> and fucking uh, oh god, how am I forgetting her name? The yeah, one,
1: I, Stifler's mom.
0: Stifler's mom. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, her name. God, but... I can see her and I know her name. And it's, she's it's, amazing. Yeah, she's it's, always amazing. It's okay. one of those things where I, I'm not gonna let it go
1: because. I like her too much to <laughs> forget her name. And, and wait, like, get another message. Jennifer Coolidge. From myself.
0: <laughs> but you have Michael McKeon entering the fray, and he is so great as part of the gay couple there. And with what's their dog his name? Was, uh, um, John Michael Higgins. John Michael Higgins. His bo- oh, my God. God. Oh
1: my god, that guy.
0: And they play such brilliant flip sides of that coin because you have the most stereotypical gay dude and the most <laughs>
1: and <laughs> I, <laughs> I think when he comes back when they just they just won group uh-huh. with their little whatever the fuck that dog is. Mm-hmm. And uh, group schmoop, bring on the formal wear. We need to go back to the room and get you some soup, some hot soup, bath bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Oh my God. And what I
0: loved about him was his interaction with Eugene Levy. I forget what the line Eugene Levy's character is so awkward in it, and they're talking, and Higgins is being fabulous. And this is why every uh, straight dude needs I did, a. Gave. I did
1: this. I did this. I did this firework on these pants myself. I made it myself. <laughs> Whatever how many years with? Oh, how many hours with red thread? Oh heaven! Oh, he must be very proud, Mary. <laughs> Look at you. you. Where where did you come from? Hello, Mr. Where did you come from?
0: That moment is why every straight dude needs to have at least one gay friend in his life. Because (laughs) dudes, no guy will ever make you feel more like, yeah, fucking awesome. Then if you have a gay friend, a real gay friend who builds you up at one point just out of nowhere, because sorry, gay dudes fucking do that beautifully. You're like, yeah. Where did you come from? Oh,
1: my it's God. It's
0: fucking great. And Levy plays it so perfectly. A- everyone in this is playing a sort of flip right, version right. of who they'd been in the past. Parker Posey, so uptight. Oh,
1: God. It's, that whole... The whole thing Those with two, next <laughs> level. Oh, God, yeah. They must have three films worth of material. It's Michael Hitchcock. That they could come up with. Yeah. With that. <laughs> those two. Where's this busy people? Uh, awkward <laughs> Caucasian people. God, yes. I was at a Starbucks and I saw her at a Starbucks cross. Yeah, street. I was at another Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Catalogs just make everything so much easier because mm. yeah. they have braces. Yeah. They're, all their, their embouchure yeah. is, 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 is slightly like, off. Is that J. Crew? Is that J. Crew? Uh, what? what? Um. let just go through catalogs. Slightly McConaughey, actually. Yeah, slight God. bit. Oh, God. And, oh but th- this is one where what I look at I, me, look at me. Don't look at the fat ass losers. But they're losers. <laughs> <laughs> the level
0: of absolute professionalism that they bring to all of that, just the the, the calm while, while still having the sort of manicness to it. Uh, Deborah Theaker is the woman who was the Fabian. Oh yeah, 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 the other one. She pops up in this. Uh, I'm trying to find the British guy's name. Oh God. Larry Miller shows up again. Oh my Linda, God! Linda Cash is in it, who played the uh, the the wife
1: of Eugene Levy. Take a little secret. They all jump. They all jump. They all jump. <laughs> uh, Get Jim, off that roof right now! I'll take your. I th- help with my thumb. Oh. I shit you're not. No, you, you, see, freak. you
0: see this thumb? I would take. I would take. Uh, Jim Piddick. <laughs> Was the British guy? Oh man. yeah, his reactions to Fred Willard because you know you put Fred Willard in anything. The rule is basically everyone else. be even in fucking Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, he's like, oh look, my hair's getting a little like yours. I'm just kidding. Uh, although I'm a little <laughs> out of regulation here. I'd say we love uh, your what you guys do. Not not you guys per se, but just the whole idea right. of rock and roll. We 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 really think it's cra- great. <laughs> How much do you think you can I don't know How much do you think you can bench press?
1: I I I don't know. Three hundred fifty pounds. <coughs> Deadlifted over five hundred. <laughs> Doing a doggy style, with Trevor Norwood. Oh my god, it's it's so good. So yes, yeah, so I remember you did that joke last year.
0: It is ah. the, the, just the calm, the beautiful,
1: just. Oh, God. Is that the Shih Tzu? Ooh, be careful when you say that. <laughs> oh, it's shih Tzu. Shih Tzu. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Best in show. It, that is one of those that, again, it's just fucking magic. The level
1: of. Everybody does. I, you watch it, the more you watch it, the more you see how deep they go with their characters. Yeah. Where everybody was walking around their houses playing those guys. Oh, God. Yeah. Will and Pepper. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I couldn't. I could name. I used to. I used to to be able to name all the nuts. I used to. I sit in my room and I I just name nut, cashew nut, peanut, Spanish peanut, macadamia. That was the one that would drive my my mother crazy. She'd say, "Holland Pepper, (laughs) stop naming nuts." (laughs) Who the fuck can? if you improvise, it, <laughs> yeah. you're from another planet. God, yes. If you wrote it, uh, you're from another planet. Right. That's amazing. Pulling that shit off just so beautiful. I like and ventriloquism. I enjoy putting people in
0: another dimension. <laughs> Every single character in that movie, they could have done a feature starring uh, that character.
1: Whole scene with the, with the uh. ventriloquist dummy where they're doing like, a fat, fat lady, fat lady, chubby, the chubby lady, chucky, chucky. How do you say that? I don't tell you that. Okay. There's a scene he's doing the whole... It could be improv But then the, he's not looking at the doll. Uh-huh. And it starts, like, lowering its eyes. Uh-huh. Oh. You going to sleep? <laughs> you go back home if you think you're... If you fancy yourself even remotely funny. Yeah. And uh, as the comic book writers say with Alan Moore's stuff, you just go back and throw up, throw yeah. away, and burn everything you've been working on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't do this. Nothing.
0: Yeah. Fuck.
1: I'm a even, funeral.
0: Even back in the day when I, was, when I was the hardcore improv guy, you remember the games of Freeze that sure. you motherfuckers would keep me active in for two and three hours at a time? Hey, they, you were there. Yeah, do it. Let's see what, let's see what the monkey can do next. No. I was a pretty good improv comic. Sure. Because it's all I wanted to do. It was all I thought about. Yeah. And it's that sort of thing where I look at it now. To get to the level of being able to do that, minimum five years it would take me minimum bare fucking minimum yeah, before maybe. I'd even have the balls to try it. And I'm talking five years of doing like two shows a night every night with another group of pros before I'd even be willing to be like, uh, okay, I'll attempt this. Jesus, Because improv, oh my God, it's hard. It's easy to just do. It's hard to do well. And it's <laughs> fucking rigorous <laughs> discipline to do it great.
1: This reminds me of that... Um that cafeteria, the that, that hot plate food. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Winky, oh, Winky, Winky. Yeah. yeah.
0: God damn, everyone in it. It's 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 an absolute clinic on how to do comedy.
1: Uh, ba- bagley, man. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we had the the, the uh, rock band come through that room and had a had a hard time. We had to break out the the heavy-hitter stuff there for to get the, the smell of burnt goat and cumin out of the drapes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rang up a lot on the American Express, uh, America Express one that time.
0: Mm. Bagley does not get the respect he deserves. Do you watch Portlandia? Oh. He pops up as a guy who owns this little kind of like, the kind of restaurant you and I would go to. right? And Kyle McLaughlin is a goddamn godsend on Portlandia because he plays the mayor of Portland and it's like there's a whole bit where they're trying to increase the population and the only two people he gets for this big ceremony are these two dogs Brian and Joseph and he always introduces them as Brian and Joseph uh, blah, blah blah But he asks these guys to meet him at this restaurant on this street. And they're all these folks at the fisherman's porch. Right. That they're lined up for. It's like this three-day long line. And Ed Bagley is this little cafe owner. He's like, Oh, you should come on in. We got the uh, we got the cup of Joe sided dough that's uh dollar twenty-five. We've got th- and all these little comic things. And at the end, like the mayor gets held up, whatever. They're about to leave and they're about to get into the fancy restaurant. Right. The mayor observe, no, this one over here, as Bagley's closed it up, it's like hey. You wouldn't mind us coming in, would you? No, no. He's like, this place is great. You gotta get the cup of Joe's side of dough. <laughs> but it's vaguely just being as like as Bagley as he can fucking be. And you know that he's just wrong. You would really like Portland, sure. I think. Just because you look at it be like, I lived in that city. Oh, I lived <laughs> yeah. there. Yes. Um, yeah, best in show is goddamn brilliant. It really is. And then a mighty wind. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> I and they bring in the fucking triumvirate by you pull in Harry fucking Shearer.
1: Look, I've laughed at a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in Christopher Guest movies. But need I need another I'm beer. Fine. Okay. But I don't remember laughing quite as hard as the album cover for <laughs> Calling It Quits. Well, because okay. the movie is not as... um it's more subtle, funny than yeah. than well, best in show. You have
0: to like. I am thankful that my mom was a folkie. Oh, so, my parents were yeah. too. I knew so that. I shit. knew that
1: music. Yeah. I knew the limeliners, all oh, that yeah. shit. I had. But you all knew those the records. music,
0: and you'd seen the album covers. And Moulton and Malton on movies. They talked about this. Whoever did yeah. the album covers, the parody album covers, perfect. Holy shit, they were brilliant. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but it. <laughs> You, okay. Skeletons of quinto. You want to talk about Begley Jr. deserving a fucking Oscar? Oh
1: my God! He
0: steps up as the Scandinavian guy who throws out the Yiddish. So be, I tell you, I get the Shpielkas just thinking, "What your father did for me—that was a mitzvah." And God bless him. And God bless him. <laughs> He's he and and it's that shit where uh, I tell you, I was I loved, I was a mashuga. I we waited in line. Your father comes out. Sees two tickets. i I just talking about it. get the spilkas. It's so, and what's great about it is a lesser comedian would have pointed out, they would have framed the use of the Yiddish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Begley threw it out like, this is how I talk. Right, right. This is what I fucking say. Of course, I talk about the, and that's what made it so
1: fucking great
0: is the fact that it was just, yeah,
1: there, there it is. (laughs) Ken <laughs> Buck says he knows some producer named Berkhalter that talk like that.
0: Yeah, Probably. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so you in this you have uh, the Folksmen, which is mm. where you bring in Spinal Tap yeah, as basically. the folk band. Yeah, uh, you you know, sheer guest and oh, uh, it's some
1: of the most brilliant music ever composed. Oh God, yeah.
0: It's then the uh, the uh, the Main Street singers. Yes, with John Michael Higgins, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. When she talks, started doing some. Uh, no more adventurous. Uh, adults only. The look on Higgins' face when she starts talking about doing porn movies. Yeah. Just this. <laughs> uh, my father would. Uh, he would lock me in the basement, um, and I just had these records, and uh, I would I would make cutouts of them, and those those were my friends. <laughs> uh, no, you get to take the sweater off when you've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and. <laughs> So the idea of, it on, of that one is uh, this great folk music pr- promoter passes mm-hmm. away, and they have to very quickly put on, they decide to very quickly put on a show uh, to commemorate him. Right.
1: It's, almost, it's, it's akin to those PBS fundraiser yes, collections uh-huh. where they do, you know, now that's my kind of music, Yeah. wop well, That's right. my kind of music, 50s. And then uh-huh. every once in a while they'd have, Something akin to this.
0: Yeah, they'd have Peter Paul and Mary it's show just so, up. So yeah.
1: it's such a
0: So white.
1: It's such an art it's its yeah. own little artifact of its yeah. time. My yeah. dad and mom had these I don't know I don't know how many fucking records, 30, 40 records uh-huh. of just bizarre folk music. Yeah. And these people my dad listened to opera. My mom listened to I don't I don't know. She listened to any music. Yeah. Um, it was all country or opera, and right. all of a sudden I find these records I'm a kid, and it's all uh-huh. Limeliters, Kinsmen, all Kinsman, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. Don't think about it. Listen to the shit. I listened to them, listen the shit out of those records when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Didn't think about it. Yeah. And then this movie shows up. Mm hmm. It's almost to say, here you, you. go. Yeah. This well, he, you'll find funny. To
0: give me an idea, my mom had Bob Dylan's first album. Mm-hmm. And when I took it out, she was like, the negatives flicked. And I was like, what? And she goes, the guitar is strung for a left-handed person. And that was before I played guitar, and right. I looked at. It, I was like, "Holy shit, you're right." My mom has a like a nylon string Martin. Wow. In a hard case that has her fucking plate with her name on it because she was she was into the music and all. Right. But you know she's from the Bay Area. It yeah, was so sure. funny. There was a, a, this guy back when I was in college. Um, this older gay gentleman who came back to mm. to, to finish his degree every time she was like uh, he was like all your mothers love Tom Jones they all loved him I was like my mom didn't oh yes she did she had a crush on now it's like no my mom's from the Bay Area and he he went your mom liked a lot of folk music didn't she yes she did it yeah. it's just boom moment oh yeah no she didn't she liked folk music yes yes I grew up with that stuff and just the simplicity yeah. of it and then of course. God damn, the best part of that, Mitch and Mickey. Oh, yes. Eugene Levy should still be getting awards for how fucking perfect his performance is as Mitch from Mitch and Mickey. And uh, again, Catherine O'Hara, another role. God damn it, Catherine. Oh,
1: she said, that's so <laughs> good. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> Everything Catherine O'Hara did was fucking magic. Yeah. You know, and, and she... Didn't their song win an award? It was nominated for an Oscar, written by Michael McKeon and Annette O'Toole, A Kiss at the End of the Rainbow. That's right. Oh, and their performance of it was so fucking great. <laughs> Standing in the fucking grave, it just... <laughs>
1: oh, God. Calling it quits.
0: <coughs>
1: um, I uh, uh,
0: was very... Uh, and these crafting of these brilliant characters... Uh, Parker, and what's great is how you have people like Parker Posey, mm-hmm. whose parts got progressively smaller yeah. as the movies went on, but still played with that same oh, fucking yeah. attack, the full bore, like, and that, what I love about Chris Guest doing these things is, it is the epitome of what a company
1: of actors was. Yeah, and I I don't know why more directors just don't stay mm-hmm. with that. Like Kevin Smith... Kind of does Kind of David Lynch kind of did Yeah
0: Yeah. But I I love it Like Woody Allen Sort of But he switches up a lot But to have a core Where it's like Every movie I do I'm doing with these people Mm. And if they're not available We wait till they are Right And because then You get this That's what acting And directing And everything Started out as Yeah yeah Absolutely And you would have People switching out Okay now I'm not Playing that part I'm playing the smaller part Okay and I'm doing this And I'm doing that That's what it should be I agree because that's where you get the folks. Because having both of us, you know, a, a long time ago, but having a background in acting, the more comfortable you are, the better it comes yeah, off.
1: Especially with comedy, yeah. Because you can, you know, that with famili- familiarity of of my humor to your humor to anybody <laughs> else in the company, yeah. you know, well, he's well, going to do this, yeah, or she's going to do that. And we know
0: how to roll with it. A Christopher guest line. Comedy is like music. You have to know the key and you have to find players with good chops.
1: Right. And like the jazz.
0: More, Yeah, the more you're able to know, I know that if I do this like on this show, a lot of people hear what we do and think it's easy. And for and it is. Yes. For <laughs> us, it's incredibly easy because I have 100% trust and knowledge that whatever I say is going to be fed off of and played back yeah. in a certain way. I know that if I say th- certain things, it's going to get a certain reaction. I know playing this clip, doing this, is going to work in a certain way. Because, sorry, we've been friends for a quarter fucking century. Yeah. We spent a good eight years sitting and watching the same shit, every- talking and trying to make each other laugh mm-hmm. for. Several years, hours and hours and hours. So we understand one another. We get it. We know what that is. And when you have folks who are like, who don't have that level of comfort or trust, it doesn't work. No. And it's the trust that's key. And you look at these movies and know the level of improv and realize the absolute trust that they have to throw that shit out. Mm-hmm. When they're talking about the folksman records and I think it's Harry Shearer throws out oh, some of the records didn't even have a hole in them. That's right. <laughs> and and that, to know that guest was going to pick it up and go, "Oh yeah, but you know, if you put a hole in there and you, you 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 hit it in the right place," and McKean's like, "Oh yeah, you'd have a good time." You'd have a good time. A good, I, the fact that they knew <laughs> I throw this out. I'm just going to pitch it off and it is going to turn into something because I know and trust and understand these
1: other people. It's perfect. It, it really, really is. is oh God, damn! It's blowing you, you and me,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I remember watching that with hope, and I'm like, no, 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 no. you've got to let it keep going. You got it. It's blowing peace and freedom. It's blowing <laughs> equality. <laughs> it's blowing peace and freedom. It's blowing you and me. And <laughs> she was like, Whoa, yes, that's that's what they do. And now let's talk about the ultimate Fred Willard performance, because if you took oh literally anything Fred Willard says in that movie and cast another actor in that role it would be unquestionably my most hated most annoying fuck this person for ruining a great movie ever Fred Willard for whatever reason the fucking Willard magic takes that and makes it possibly the best part huh i'm i'm the one who came I don't think so. Or <laughs> I can't. I can't do my work. I can't
1: do my work. Hey, I got a real red wagon. <laughs> 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 I, I got know. a real red <laughs> wagon. I got a real red wagon. And go, hey, hey, I can't do oh, my work. What happened? Hey, what and
0: happened? I come and go. What happened? And then the headline: What happened? Cancelled due to total lack of interest. <laughs> oh, what happened? Um, uh, and then they put them in their. Sh- put them in the. Sh- Put him in the cell with a long hose. If he's got a long hose on him, he'll make a whole lot more friends in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there was that uh, there was that, uh, that, uh, that story, Moby Dick, and whenever he'd see the whale, he'd go, Thar she blows. <laughs> and what if, uh, suppose, just while you're doing this, uh, you're saying a, a big, you hear Thar she blows, and then a splash of water hits you, and you dump the water out of your guitars, look at me and go, oh, What happened? <laughs> What the fuck? What the and I am fuck? illustrating right now how horrible it is yeah, when yeah. someone else does it. You
1: just have to. <coughs> how, many, how many takes were blown? How many times they just had to just sit back with their legs crossed and prepare themselves?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, Fred, go. It's like, I'm going to have to work with Fred Willard. Because you know Willard, he has that magic gene that no matter what happens, just, he will not break.
1: Just, not him breaking. Everybody oh, yeah. Else, no, that's why the thing is, no
0: matter what happens, Willard is not going to break. Nope. nope He's the unbreakable Fred Willard.
1: Just look and, off. Don't make eye everyone contact. Else, let the scene finish, and we can yeah, go to Everyone program.
0: else is just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Don't, 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 don't. And cut. Everyone falls apart, and Fred's like, oh, What happened? Oh, what happened? <laughs>
1: I got a real wet. wagon. <laughs> Again, they no. can go back and watch this today. And go, oh my mm. god, I can't believe where
0: did they come from? Yeah, uh, you know, I always thought the Supreme Court had twelve justices, but apparently there's nine. Right. Uh, I don't know, maybe budget cuts. Uh, right. But I figured, hey, nine justices. We got nine. You got the nine kids in the band, so we have a show called Supreme. Supreme uh <laughs> Supreme Folk. Where during the day they're the they're they're the justices on the Supreme Court. I object. We settled that in uh, the case of what I I don't really know the legal mumbo Shumbo, but then at night they uh you know they, they all live together right. and they, they play fuck music. Oh my fucking god uh. <laughs> Fred Willard is one of those that I just every time he's in something, I'm like, how the fuck? fuck, is he doing this?
1: It's going to be a long night of midnights when he passes away for me. Oh, hell yeah. It's oh, gonna yeah. going to be good. Oh, yeah. Because for that guy is...
0: Well, like, like when Harvey Corman died, if you'd lived in oh, Austin, God. that would have been some drinking, watching oh, shit. God. That would have been, Terrible. okay, just find the best of the Carol Burnett show. So All we're going to do is watch that and Blazing Saddles over and over and over and over again.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, in your mouth. Is that from nothing a? Eh? <laughs> oh Student. man. Student. No. Pain in the ass.
0: <laughs> How great would it be to be able to like add Harvey Corman, <sighs> Tim Conway into that group. And oh just, my just and what's funny with those two, for as great as that group is, imagine their reaction like fucking Tim Wait Harvey Oh yes. Corman and Tim fucking Conway are going to be in our mood. Oh shit, oh shit. Well, no, we're not no, we're no, we're not ready.
1: No. No, we're not no, we're not ready at all. But as much as I love weird shit, mm-hmm. weird references that make no sense to anybody except the person referencing them, and <laughs> yeah. it may not make sense to them. Uh-huh. Willard may be the fucking Merlin of oh, the whole Yeah, oh, God yes. Anytime that I even come up with something remotely funny. Uh-huh. Like any anything. Yeah. The Andre thing, which came out of nowhere. <laughs> Just like your, uh-huh. old, your old man uh, Werther's original uh, Came out of nowhere Those are characters We came up with Right then and there you yep. think about uh, it Which one was Werther's original Is that the uh, my mother took me Oh to uh, uh, yeah. well,
0: No one Mother would take me Or Audrey and yeah. Audrey <laughs> Came out of
1: fucking nothing. Audrey There's something wrong That's with a this. substance Of my tamale I'm not breaking <laughs> <laughs> I'm not breaking my arm, pat myself in the back <laughs> at all. God. That oh, is nowhere, Lord, no. nowhere near the fucking universe of what that man I, can I, do. And, and I'm not it, I'm not equating those. What's
0: things. weird is Fred Willard basically plays the same character in all three movies, but they're entirely different characters. So
1: wrap your head around that. one. Yeah,
0: they are literally. It is. It is the ultimate Schrodinger's cat paradox. Cat? They're the same yet they're yeah, different. Yeah, right. It It is. It is Dr. Pepper. Is it cola? Is it root beer? No one knows. Right. He is the agnostic of comedians. <laughs> is it real? Is it not? Here is a thing. Let it dance for you. Dance the dance of the veils. Yeah, right. It's like, what the fuck is Fred? Oh, my God. What are you doing? <clears throat> and yet the magic of it is you put those words in anyone else's mouth, and they're not no. even slightly
1: that dog, funny. That dog had like the, the Sherlock Holmes hat with a pipe. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even doing it justice.
0: <laughs> you know? Because Willard is so totally genuine. Yeah, that's with it. Fairness. There is, because yeah. you want to talk about somebody, we always discuss when it comes to comedy, not winking at the camera. Right. And that kills so many things. Like, you look at a lot of the shows that MTV tried to do with, you know, oh, uh, we're going to have these awesome hardcore comedians, blah, blah, and them doing ridiculous shit and kind of winking at the camera. Like Dave Chappelle Mm -hmm. used to fucking do that in a way that was brilliant where he would make himself look so ridiculous. Do you remember him? Do you remember from the Chappelle show when he imagined himself as a rapper as the black sheep? How you gonna get me because I'm black, y'all. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause I'm yeah, the yeah. black sheep. And then and then it cuts to him with a pamphlet. Dancing in a circle. And he at no point winks at the camera for it being ridiculous. Clayton Bigsby, the black white supremacist, might be the greatest sketch that's ever been done. And at no point does Chappelle hint that he is aware of the comedy of it. He just fucking him going, I'm gonna make it ridiculous. Woogie Boogie!
1: it's his fucking. <laughs> writing, I can't remember his writing partner on the Chappelle show.
0: But he is the whitest right. dude in the world. But. Yeah. Fucking nails Talk it. about trust. Oh, hell yeah. And just go for it. Yeah. And then you look at what people like Fred Willard. Fred Willard is the ultimate in just like, no, 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 trust me. People are going to find it funny. Okay, Fred, go. Go.
1: Yeah, I don't even think that even comes across. No, uh, it's no. just, I got it. I got this. People, they don't even probably talk to him.
0: No, uh uh-uh. Just like, well, all right. And he was on Second... He was at Second City. Fuck. Like with Joan Rivers. Yeah. Could you imagine seeing fucking Fred Willard and Joan Rivers doing improv together?
1: No. No.
0: Fuck! Oh, my God! I mean, that's... It's so funny. My mom, when, when I went to college... Uh, wanted me to do Northwestern. Northwestern was one of the schools she thought I would have done well in. And part of me knew if I went to Northwestern, I would have failed out within the first year. Because imagine me being a fucking L-track ride away from Second City. I would have auditioned for Second City until they either put put me in the company or had a fucking restraining order on a federal level taken out. Probably. You knew me back then. No. Imagine didn't. me being able to, like, I'm, I'm going out for Second City. Give it, Mike Myers. Holy shit. You want to hear some shit. Mike Myers tells a story about Second City. He goes, I graduated from high school at noon, took the train down into Toronto, by the end of the day, I, an audition for Second City, and by the end of that day, I was in the touring company of Second God. City. Because Mike Myers... Even as a fucking high school kid, could you imagine how good he was? Like
1: Mike Myers was unfucking real back when he had to prove himself. There is a reason that Mike Myers now, yeah, to America in general, uh-huh. is played out and everywhere. And oh, uh, that Austin Powers, or oh, that Shrek, right? Right? I don't yeah. mean me; I mean in general. Oh yeah, oh I mean, yeah. There, th- th- I can see some. Uh, smoking comedians standing outside the club going, oh, fucking Mike Myers. Yeah. Well, everybody knows who Mike Myers is. Same reason people feel that way about Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Mike Myers (laughs) has all the money any of us ever will need or want Mm -hmm. because he's that good. Here's the thing. Everything he does, do I like? No, I don't have to.
0: Wayne's World, Shrek, Austin Powers. One of those means he got lucky. Two of them means he's good. Three means
1: he's really fucking good. That's just how it is. Yeah. And he was lucky enough to be standing next to Kanye. Yep. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just the best.
0: Like, Eddie Murphy. People who didn't see Saturday Night Live when Eddie Murphy was on it don't understand. No how fucking good he was. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Eddie Murphy, look at the shit that man has done. He was one of the most successful stand-up comedians of all time. He was oh, yeah. the, and I'm saying this, Will Ferrell, full knowledge of that, he was the most pivotal cast member in the history of Saturday Night Live.
1: Without a question.
0: Without, th- there is no debate. If you are debating that, it's because you don't know SNL very well. He was a, one of the largest box office stars for grown-up, and kids' movies. That shit doesn't happen by accident. Right. Eddie Murphy, goddamn genius. He is. And you look at these folks and it's like they come back. Could you imagine if Eddie Murphy no. No. If Eddie Murphy, because you know, no. here's the thing, I've always said, oh, how great would it be if Eddie Murphy did another stand up tour. Eddie hadn't done stand up in long and too long. But his stand he has my favorite quick one line not one line but little bit from one of his old stand up things where he talked about man I my dad used to get drunk and he challenged me and my brother Charlie Murphy yep <laughs> to a fight have you ever heard Eddie Murphy's imitation of Charlie Murphy yes his fucking I see Miss Jane he's out punching it. it's like holy shit okay that's where it started A <laughs> G.I. Joe swimming underwater <laughs> my dad get drunk and he challenged me and my brother to a fight he'd be like oh you think you kick my ass I'll you boy kick my ass. I'll buy you a new bikes. And man, we felt awful. But we whipped the shit out of that old man. <laughs> that alone. And he finished off it. Next day in the driveway, there were two new Huffies. But without that, it still fucking worked. We yep. whipped the shit out of that old man. <laughs> <laughs> to come up with it and realize that was the stand up Eddie Murphy was doing. He was fucking night. Yeah, He got on Saturday Night Live, and they didn't use him. Maybe because they don't ever use black people well on Saturday Night Live. Tracy Morgans, I'm Tracy, the other black guy, Yes, from, from Weekend Update is the greatest indictment of that show fucking ever. But they didn't use him, and then one day he did, they were running short, put him on and said, yeah. do your audition, and he killed it. <clears throat> That's where you find that comedy talent. Fred Willard has been a name in comedy for forever 30, 40, yeah. damn near 50 years because he's that goddamn good. He's he's never gonna be the leading guy. Just because yeah, I don't think he wants to be. No. I don't think he wants to be. He he knows. Oh no, 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 no. I'll get the real laugh sitting back here. There's no pressure. I'll still have a great life. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Fred Willard is the guy. Like seriously, could you think of anyone that you would rather have on this show, other than like that would Bill Murray's worst the...
1: show? Oh yeah, ever. just because it would be Fred because Willard it would saying just anything, be me anything. Doing this, if he
0: looking at him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> it would be it would be me doing the Chris Farley routine. Yeah. Hey, yeah, so, you remember that? Uh, r- remember r- when you that? said uh, you "got a real red wagon"? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: So I think the best person ever on the Chris Farley show was Paul McCartney. Yes. Just because, uh, my, so, my buddy uh, Andy, Drew, mm-hmm. uh, who was in that story, you know, the, the, the Jewish grandmother yeah, yeah. boxer guy. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he worked as a lifeguard, and uh, he was like, at this private beach area, and he's like, Paul McCartney and I used to hang out, because he'd bring the kids, and I was like, so what's Paul like? And he said... Give you the shirt off his back. No question. Blah. Said, so Paul McCartney's the nicest person you ever met in your life? And he said, nope. I can't say that. Why not? Because I met Linda. And I was like, Well, really? He goes, nope. And that's the shit where, like, if I ever met Paul McCartney, I would tell him that story directly. Right. And you know, he'd just be like, thank you. That is like, ah. Because right. everything you hear, like, when he popped up on The Nerdist, he was fucking fantastic. The uh, music, I think, Music City, the documentary Dave Grohl mm-hmm. did. Paul McCartney pops up in that, oh, and they do a song Sound together. City? Sound City, yes, yeah. Sound City, phenomenal. But it's him like screwing around, like Paul McCartney tackling him on the sofa as a professional career musician. Imagine hanging out with one of the fucking Beatles to the point that they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna mess your up." That like, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I'm friends with Paul, I'm friends with Paul McCartney. But that's what's great about these guys. I get the feeling that if you met and hung out with Chris Guest. Even though we're so out of it, he could pr- find a way to make us feel secure enough to pull a performance out of us.
1: Oh, I'm sure, because
0: that's who that guy is.
1: But that's yeah, amazing. God damn!
0: All like, seriously, every time we mention one of these movies, I'm like, I want fucking want. Don't fucking
1: well, want that's the want thing. it only takes a couple of lines yeah. bantied back and forth, and you're like, I want and to watch that movie. Realize this is near a two hour
0: podcast. Oh yeah, and we've spent over an hour and a half of it talking about. Three movies. Four movies if we include The Princess Four movies if we include Spinal Tap. Right. Which we spent a whole lot of time talking about. Four fucking movies. They're that good. (coughs) Because, yeah, like seriously, if you were to educate someone on what is good comedy, are there four better movies? Not necessarily comedy in general, but if we were to say for our sense of humor... Oh, no, no, no. I mean, Mel Brooks stuff kind of enters into that, but... It,
1: it, it's it, Of course, it's in the conversation. Yeah. But um, uh, which part one... Part of my comedic DNA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, these, these are it, obviously there.
0: Which of these four would I pull out? Because like the Mel Brooks shit I knew when I was so little that I was forming, and then when I understood comedy and was able to oh, sort of yeah, absorb yeah. it, these were the ones that were like, oh.
1: Yeah, these are the Scotch. Mm-hmm. Of those Yeah Mildrunch oh, yeah. is a good cold beer it's, it's always yeah. funny It's always satisfying yeah. And I can understand it uh-huh. It takes a while For you to understand All the complexities of a scotch Yeah
0: yeah. And what, I th- <laughs> what, I th- what I'm thankful for Is I was one of those guys Who was thinking I was drinking scotch For years oh, sure. So when I took My first jolt Of, uh, of the Christopher Get- Well actually That's because I'd had Spinal Tap in my life For so long Same here Yeah Spinal Tap Was there from when I was you know 15, it yeah. was like, holy shit. It's like Holy Grail. Monty Python. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that when your parents were in charge of what you watched. Yeah, you, you know why I saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Me and a buddy rented FX,
1: The Deadly Art of Illusion. Uh-huh.
0: And there was a preview. Because back in videos, you used the previews for oh, what yes. the fuck ever. And Monty Python and the Holy Grail had a preview before it. And I was watching Monty Python on PBS. And I, by the way, PBS nerd and you will love, have you seen the Danger Mouse? In its oh, entirety? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, the first episode, I hope, is not indicative because the first episode did not hold up very well. Oh, well. But I'll, I'll watch some more of them because I remember loving sure. Danger Mouse. But <coughs> that young Anglophile, when... <coughs> here's the beauty of PBS when we were kids. I had a TV in my room that was on rabbit ears, so I had four channels. Right. And one of them was PBS. And at night, when I was up by myself watching TV... The only channel that had anything interesting on would be PBS because it would have Monty Python, it would what? have Danger Mouse, yeah. And I still remember the first Monty Python I saw was when Eric Idle bought the pet ant, and it was not a great episode, not a, but not a great sketch, any stretch. No, but you watch the rest of it and you, you keep watching it. Holy shit, this is incredible. And then you watch the thing, the <laughs> a deadly art of Evolution. is that Monty Python, fuck, there it is. And these were guys who were fucking off out of law school and medical school doing <laughs> something just for the shits. And That's somehow... school
1: be- versus the Oxford boys.
0: Yeah, somehow it becomes huge and that leads me into this whole other thing, and then I, you bring in Spinal Tap, and you have this Money Python Spinal Tap stew going for yeah, a long time. Yeah. Then waiting, Then, if, if I'd watched Waiting for Government of Nothing, I'd have been like, oh yeah, okay, this is
1: good, I guess. I it was funny, but yeah. after all the experiences I had, it, it came around... Doing the, the improv, thing, doing watching improv, all that shit. Doing improv, being in yeah. theater, all of that. Uh-huh. That's, it came around the exact right time exactly, for me to, yeah. to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it landed And then after perfectly. that, the other stuff I could I could uh, I could see the stitches on the fastball. Yeah, oh. for all the comedy. Yes, uh-huh. and I, I don't think I would have gotten Best in Show or appreciated Best in Show yeah. or, or Mighty Wind at all. Yeah. as a kid when uh-huh. I was still watching Blazing Saddles for a hundred times. Oh God, yeah. Um, because Mel Brooks is. But as easy they got older, get. yeah. Oh, fuck. I, as I said, mm. these are Desert Island movies. Oh God, hard. yes,
0: uh, unquestionably. Yeah, unquestionably. So.
1: Man, it's just that they're that good. God, does this wrap it up? Yeah, it does. All right, I
0: think. Uh, yeah, otherwise we'll we'll sit here and just crack each other up with reminiscences.
1: People call me stupid, dumb. <laughs> hey, I like what I like. Uh, moron,
2: A moron, an idiot.
0: Uh. So, uh, if that uh, sums it up for us, then. Uh...
1: I don't ever want
0: another song to end the show. Really, no, don't uh, I was thinking about getting like other cool closing songs, like from the Incredible Hulk, and up. But this, no, this is it. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, send us emails, emails at thefilmthugs at gmail or through Facebook, or at thugquestions at gmail.com. That way, we'll get questions before we even hear, what well, we'll answer them the first time we hear them. Uh, you can hit us up on any of those if you want stickers I got stickers like a motherfucker <laughs> hit us up and we'll send you stickers
1: uh-huh.
0: check out www.thefilmflex.com. we have sponsors that will pay us like Amazon and T-Fury and the such yes. click on those links and go visit them and hey there also check out our friends over at uh, Bad Movie Sunday on Twitter uh, the stinking paws. Yeah. Midnight Movie Cowboys. United States Geekdoms coming up in their hundredth episode. Nice. Um,
1: check all those people out. Rate Call, and review us on iTunes.
0: Rate and review us on iTunes. Call 512 666 Rant and leave a voicemail for the show or the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Vine, all of We're that. everywhere uh, shit, is there anything else that needs to be said at this point?
1: Leave your stupid comments in your pocket.
0: Alright. Take care. wheel wet wagon. (laughs) (laughs)